93. Accra. There can be no other Memphis 7.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. You know the one. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Hey. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 Words fail me when it comes to you To say thank you seems just not enough But what more can I say you haven't heard Yahweh why are you in Santa what more can I do that you haven't seen Yahweh why are you in Santa
the City Breakfast Show. The City's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. My heart's awake to give you praise, oh. The meditations of my heart. Meditations of my heart. Meditations of my heart. Be acceptable to you. Six twenty-four. Welcome to Friday, the tenth of February, twenty twenty-three. This is the City Breakfast Show, live on your dial ninety-seven point three FM. My name is Nathan Kwa, sitting in for Bernard Avle. Welcome to Friday morning. Welcome to another serving of the City Breakfast Show. Grab a seat. Let's have breakfast. Join us on the number 0549-986-996. On Twitter at City973, hashtag CityCBS. And if you are not in the jurisdiction, then of course you are listening to us via citynewsroom.com. Music from Dinah Hamilton. She calls this one My Meditations. Start off with our business sense brought to us by ADB. ADB is asking if you already have an existing personal loan with them. Have you serviced your existing loan for up to 12 months or more? Then there's good news for you. ADB is providing a special personal loan top up to meet all your needs, school and hostel fees, rent, mortgage, domestic needs and more. With the ADB special personal loan top up, you enjoy reduced interest rates, extended repayment periods. And also maintain your existing monthly repayment amount and more. Get in touch with them on 0593-844-898 or 0593-845-845 or visit any of their branches nationwide. ADB truly a Greek and more. Our business sense today comes from Ken Kesey. Ken Casey says, you don't lead by pointing and telling people some place to go. You lead by going to that place and making a case. You don't lead by pointing and telling people some place to go. You lead by going to that place and making a case. So yes, we want to lead, we want to guide people, mentor them, supervise them, tell them what to do. But have you considered actually taking an action or leading through action so you make a solid case to those who are following you. You know, the ancients said that actions spoke louder than words, and, and that was very true. And it is true up until this day. So if you want to make a good case in terms of leading, take that step. Lead by action. Lead by example. And let people follow you. Many months ago, a story popped up of Man United manager Eric Ten Hag when Man United lost 4-0 to Brentford and he told the players that they didn't run enough so they were going to run extra the inside story is that the players believed the manager and they all ran because he ran with them so if you want to lead lead by example take that action do that so your followers can also see and replicate so you don't lead people by telling them some place to go, by pointing and telling them to go in a particular direction. You lead by going to that place and making a case. That's our business sense for the morning. 
brought to us by ADB, ADB Truly, Agric and more. Coming up next is the newspaper review. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. I was wondering, you know, if you keep on because... The force, it's got a lot of power, and it makes me feel like it, it makes me feel like This is the City Breakfast Show. This is one of my all-time favorites. Don't stop till you get enough from Michael Jackson. Eternal. 
what is this trend these days, Nathan? <laughs> for people to desecrate the legacy of Michael Jackson by what? comparing him to certain artists and saying yes. this person is greater than Michael, this person I, is the I new Michael. What for them, sir. There's what? only one king. There's only one oh. Michael Jackson. Finish. The comparison. A new generation <laughs> works. Eh? Yes. And in that generation, Quavo is greater than Michael <laughs> Please, no disrespect to Quavo, but come on. I'm just what letting you know. I'm just letting you know. The king? I'm letting you the know. The king. Like, he was talking? the king of our mother's. No, 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 no. He's a, he's a transgenerational Michael, Michael king. Yes, your generation. He's, no, he's a transgenerational king. If, if Rara, if, if, if Rara, if you play Michael Jackson for Rara right now, she will fall in love with MJ. What are you talking about? Right now, Rara's. His music transcends generations. Right now, right now Rara's good. ultimate is Baby Shark. <laughs> and whoever did Baby Shark is greater than. Expose her to Jackson. good music. Yeah, she'll change her mind. My kids love Michael Jackson. Are you kidding me? Play good music for the, the, the poor young lady. All right. Anyway, those are good things. <laughs> Welcome to the newspaper review. And that's brought to us by Total Energies Marketing and a PLC. They are a multi energy company. They've won the CIMG Petroleum Company of the Year Award three straight times. And they say they'll keep doing big things for you. They'll keep delivering exciting and innovative products and services that meet your needs. Yes, they are powering us on the newspaper review. And like you've heard, Godfred and Kokui are here. Guys, how are we doing? Good morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> Got a lot Friday. Yeah, Got a lot Friday. It is Friday. <laughs> Just that these days, they are always, you know, you, you guys, yourself, Bernard, are always pushing me that I never come with happy news. It's Friday. <laughs> we are not in a happy place. Tell me, yesterday I was watching CNR. I was watching The Pensioners. It's, 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 it's so boring. Oh, oh, it's like how how we've allowed that to happen such that people who should be enjoying their retirement have to go and sit and at the ministry with placards. How? For me, I, I, I brought back the time I told you guys that you see, it's not numbers that you need to make a point. There are not thousands they of are them. Not, yeah. There are like 30 or 40 of them. There are not a lot. Yes, but they will make their point. The government will do what it wants to do, but everybody has seen the effects of what they are doing mm. on people. There is that one. Then... Uh, this BOG, I started reading something from the BOG. I'm a bit concerned about that. Perhaps when the show starts, we'll get into that. And then mm. this education ministry, uh, who has access to something, something, who can put somebody <laughs> in the system and who cannot who put cannot, somebody yes. in the system? Uh, it's also worrying. But anyways, it's Friday. Michael right. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start from the front page of the Daily Graphic, Nathan. The economy is worrying 200 CEOs. So they've met. <laughs> According to the graphic, 200 CEOs bought chairs, brainstorm on economy. They should brainstorm hard. hard. They, should, they should make sure they bring a hurricane. Yeah. And then on the debt exchange program, government bonds down to three categories, age groups considered. Mm. All right, the Guinean Times front page fire guts police armory. It's a question they're asking. Also, the Ghana Education Service releases the 2023 academic year calendar for public schools. Mm. And the $6.3 million project on safe mining launched. Hope for Achu's rescue fading out. Look, this, <clears throat> this makes my heart sink, honestly. Um, the emotions are just all over the place. I just feel for his family. 
and what they must be going through, <sighs> not knowing, it's not knowing where he is and how he is. Also, right. judge expresses disquiet over criticisms of delay in Cocoa Bot financial loss case. That's all on the front page of the Ghanaian Times today. Mm-hmm. Let me take you to the front page of the Republic Press. It's one of my favorite papers these days, the Republic the Press. Republic Press. <laughs> yes, yes. A black claims martyr that Maskusi Boatin wants him jailed. Uh, Harun Idrisu rejects front seat. Is that what happened? Uh, cut down government size. Pentecost Church tells Ekufa that that's a story that came through from yesterday. Nurse hangs himself after lover threatens to leave him. Oh! Uh, eh? Yes. What? Hey! The Chronicle hmm. front page. Bagman to new minority leadership. Don't be troubled. I will support you. I have no seat to sit on. Harina cries out. Okay, this is a bit misleading. We know what happened with that whole seat. You know, saying, like, you you know, know what how these headlines... Come on, guys. He was showing respect to Colin Stouder. Is that what happened? Is that what happened? But when you see the headline, you say, Okay. Atuforsen denies ordering LC for purchase of 200 ambulances. Asokwa court orders detention of mosquito, a mosquito in quotes, mm-hmm. and Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. What mm-hmm. is the Lord so, saying? do not fear, mm. for I am with you. Mm. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Yes. I will strengthen you and help you. Mm-hmm. I will uphold you with my righteous right, right hand. hand. Amen. Amen. Oh, chronicle this morning. Amen. Amen. Yes. For of the Herald newspaper, Randiabi slams BOG boss for illegal printing of 41 billion Ghana cities. Bitter Haruna Idrisu lies against new minority leadership according to the Herald newspaper. New gold for oil cargo arrives today. Hey. Yes, so we'll see. Will the fuel prices we'll, go down? We'll see how that one goes. And then overbearing Godfrey Dam is spanked by Opuni trial judge and pack chair. Okay. On the new weekend crusading guide front page, Boku turning into a ghost town. Catholic bishops lament and they appeal to government to use every legitimate means to resolve conflict. Also, Voltaireans receive Alan Cash with open arms and say you are welcome home. <laughs> hey. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I should not. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, it's okay, it's fine. I'm it's sorry, okay. that is, that's what it is on my head. Okay. That's what they wrote. Okay, there are more stories in the new weekend crusade. Right. Right. Front page of the Inquisitor. Let me put the Inquisitor and the observe, Ghanaian Observer together and wrap up from my side. Okay. Tricky Dilla GRA is the Inquisitor's front page. You know, they, they've been keeping an eye on GRA business like no other. <laughs> <laughs> Except right now, Professor Jampo is fuming with rage and the Auditor General did nothing wrong by publishing COVID audits. That's James Kluchavegi. Of course, uh, the Haruna and the Chair matter is on the front page of the Haruna Ghanaian Observer. Yes, yeah. the Ghanaian Observer. Okay. Mm. On the final front page, logistics deficit stifles fire service. The existing tenders they have have exceeded the 10-year lifespan, and 85 districts are without fire stations. Wow. Also, the same fire service uh, swiftly doused the fire outbreak at police headquarters. That's featured here. Treason trial. High court sets February 13th for case management conference and claims overdraft to government was exposed by IMF or claims that overdraft to government was exposed by IMF are false. This is the Bank of Ghana, mm. your favorite people this morning, Godfrey, um, responding to some allegations that have been... That is not what interests us. The one at the bottom, the last but one paragraph is what we are interested in. That money that what, they the give out. The, oh, I told okay. us that's on... Anyway, good, well, morning. Okay. good morning. That's the finder front page okay. today. All right. If you go to uh, the online portal, sitinizum.com, some Ghanaian students stranded in Turkey after Monday's earthquake. Mm. Oh. Okay. And in line with that, that 
thermal camera confirms more people trapped near Christian Achu's residence. So that's the latest from Turkey. In other news, MPP backs Attorney General on concerns over COVID audit report. <laughs> AG's letter on publication of COVID audit preposterous illogical. That's according to the CDD. And I'm ready to be a political prisoner than be compromised. A blackwa speaks there. And government right on track um, concerning the IMF. And Atuforsen's case adjourned to February 14. So that's on uh, citynewsroom.com. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, BOG justifies funding government's uh, 2022 budget with $44.5 billion. God bless. So that's something you may be interested in. AGI calls for clearer modalities on DDEP. And the Ghana Airport Company Limited says airport passenger service charge on domestic travel woefully inadequate. So that is um, what is coming from citybusinessnews.com. If you go to citysportsonline.com, thermal camera confirms more people trapped near Achu's residence. The Ghana Boxing Authority's president, Godfrey, he says our good works have attracted the world's attention. Kotoko <laughs> hmm. signed former Hearts defender Mo Alhassan hmm. and um, Imano Tego to test knockout record against Keishon Davis on <laughs> April... He's getting knocked out. <laughs> Other <laughs> portals. MyJoyOnline.com says, Ambulance case says, Tetris authorization for LCs to Big C Trading Limited shows up in court. How Idris who refuses to take new seat out of respect for Collins Dowder and fraudulent payment for school placement traced to education minister's access and CPP's Nanaya Jantua weeps on live TV. Okay. And if you go international, the BBC says, I see weather stokes fears as quick toll tops 20,000. That's in Turkey. And bodies found in search for school volleyball teams. And U.S. pledges $85 million for Turkey, Syria, earthquake release. Um, earthquake relief, sorry. And the shelled Russian border town backing Putin's war. So that's the latest that's coming from Russia and Ukraine. Okay, Russia and Ukraine. And finally, Chinese balloon carried multiple antennas. That's according to the US. So they also have their own balloon thing happening there. Alright, let's get into uh, the newspapers. I okay. don't know where you want yeah. to Answer from the debt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, okay. let's All right. go there. Okay. Um, debt exchange program, government bonds down to three categories, age groups considered. This story is by Justice Agbenossi. Uh, the deadline for the voluntary tendering of existing domestic bonds for new ones under the domestic debt exchange program elapsed last Tuesday with the government settling on three broad categories of instruments for the new instruments. So they are category A, designed for persons below 59 years, category B, for bondholders 59 years above, and category C, which captures all other bondholders, including corporate institutions such as banks, insurance companies, and fund managers. Um, according to the, the, the story then goes on to explain uh, the type 1, type 2 and type 3 according to the story again although the deadline for tendering existing bonds expired on Tuesday the government provided an administrative window so it's basically a recap of where the 
process has gone through and where it is now. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Well, I wanted to just touch on Christian Achu's situation again. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's still an ongoing situation. Hopes appear to be fading out fast as rescuers still continue to search for Ghana and Hataya sports player more than 72 hours after the catastrophic 7.7 magnitude earthquake hit Turkey and Syria. Now, this is in the Ghanaian Times this morning. The former Chelsea and Newcastle forward went missing in the early hours of Monday morning with an initial 1,700 people reported dead. That number has now risen staggeringly. Well, the Times says 16,000. If you look at other portals, it's way over 20,000 now. Um, Hundreds of thousands of people have been left homeless in the middle of winter. Achu and the sporting director of Hataya Spor, Taner Savut, were the remaining members of his team that were missing since the disaster. On Tuesday, many news portals reported that the Ghanaian attacking, attacking midfielder had been pulled out alive from the rubble, but the news later turned out to be inaccurate. Meanwhile, Ghana forward Bernard Tekwete has joined millions of fans praying for the safe return of Achu. He said, I know Achu who takes care of the less privileged people, so I think God is also not going to let him down. Our prayers go to the victims of this unfortunate incident in Turkey. Um, and many people have been expressing similar okay. you know, wishes that he's found mm. safe and um, alive, more importantly. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's what the All Times right. has. Just a, a few um, additions. If you go to citynewsroom.com and citysportsonline.com, <coughs> sorry, um, this, there, um, the two portals have the same story. Thermal cameras used at the residence of Christian Atu have confirmed that many people are alive under the rubble following an earthquake in Turkey. According to Turkish media firm Ajan Spor, the Hatay residence is very crowded with people and that building housed Christian Atu. Hatay Sports Sporting Director Tenes Savu, te- Turkish handball player uh, Semal Kataya and his family. So that's the update there. Other stories related to Turkey. Some Ghanaian students stranded in Turkey. Um, and some Ghanaian students from Gaziantep University are stranded after the massive after a massive earthquake struck the city on Monday. According to the students, they attempt to obtain bus tickets from the Ghana Turkey Embassy in order to migrate from the affected area to a safer city. Ankara have been futile. The students claim that instead of getting them the tickets, the Ghana Embassy in that country said it was seeking financial clearance for such a venture. So those are some updates coming in from Turkey. Okay, let me tell you about the economy. I'm very focused on that this morning in the papers on page 13 200 ceos board chairs brainstorming on the economy okay that's good news let me tell you what they've been doing <laughs> chief executive officers and board chairs of specified entities including state-owned enterprises have gathered at kuwa in the eastern region to deliberate on how they can support the government's efforts to jumpstart the economy mm. the stakeholder meeting organized by the state interest and governance authority SIGA, has brought together over 200 ceos and board chair. So uh, the finance minister had a statement read on his behalf by Abna Oseyasai, one of his deputies. He said dividend receipts from SOEs had not only been historically very low in comparison to joint ventures and mining companies, even more worrying was the fact that the number of CEOs paying dividends and the quantum they paid had declined sharply Mm. in recent years. Let me give you some numbers. The finance minister said Mm. records from the ministry indicated that only two SOEs, namely Ghana RE and Ghana RE, uh, this is Ghana Reinsurance, I guess. Ghana Reinsurance. And the Tema Development Company TBC. paid dividends in 2020. He said the 2020 state ownership report also indicated that while the revenue of SOEs increased by 19% from $37 million in 2019 to $45 million in 2020, the sector reported losses of over 2 billion Ghana cities, continuing the trend of, of, of unprofitability over the years. Uh, the, uh, C, the Director General of SEGA, Edward Boatin, also spoke. And, okay, let me read this. because says, 
we all sometimes talk as if the problem is somebody's problem and not ours. But it is our problem because if the government goes out of power, most of us, if not all, will not retain our positions. So it is in our collective interest to reflect on how we can rebuild the economy so that hopefully we can break the eight and retain our jobs or get new ones. Mm. Okay. Some motivation <laughs> for fixing the economy, eh? I'm going hey. to the Chronicle newspaper this um, morning. Some parliamentary issues. Let's start off with the Speaker of Parliament who says, don't be troubled. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, Speaker of Parliament of Ghana, Right Honorable Alban Sumana Kingsford Bagbin, has told the newly appointed leaders of the National Democratic Congress minority group in the legislature not to be troubled in the discharge of their duties. He said, should they encounter any difficulty in their line of duty, they should not hesitate to knock at his door, since he is always available to assist them to succeed. According to him, grooming and nurturing young politicians to take up the mantle of leadership has been his passion as a father, referencing his immense contribution in the lives of many MPs who have risen to the top and occupied various key positions. He says, I've brought up some, campaigned for them, worked for them to become members of parliament, and when they joined me, I did everything possible for them to empower them, groom them, mentor them, and to give them opportunities. This is how far we've come. Now, also in parliament, the headline says, I've no seat to sit on. Harina cries out. But, um, the me- okay, let's, let's read what they have put in the article. The member of parliament for Tamale South, Harina Idrisu, on Thursday, February 9th, walked into the chamber of the Parliament of Ghana, where discussions were ongoing about the consideration of the report on the Committee on Foreign Affairs on the African Union Convention on Cross-Border Cooperation and told the Speaker that he has no seat to sit on. According to him, ever since he was ousted as the minority leader in a reshuffle that many have termed a palace coup orchestrated by the national leadership of the NDC, he has not been allocated a seat in spite of the fact that he still remains the elected MP for Tamale South. Harun Idrisu, wearing a white traditional apparel with black shoes to match, further told the House, which was presided over by the first Deputy Speaker of Parliament and MP for Benkwai, Joseph Oseiwusu, that he was first offered the seat of Collins Dowder, but he declined with the reason that the Honourable MP for Asafiti South is his senior in the legislature and also older than him in terms of age. Mr. Speaker, forgive me that I have to assume your chair. So he took the, um, the seat of Joe Weiss, right? Um, he said there was an arrangement whether I should take over from Collins Dowda or not. And I told them Collins Dowda is senior my age and a senior even to this house. And I will not take over his chair as somebody who is well trained from home. So any other chair is acceptable to me. Okay. And it goes on. So basically them saying, you know, he had no seats or he wouldn't sit in his Dowda. It's, it's, he, he did it as a sign of respect that, oh, I, I can't take my senior's chair. Um, and it's it's good vibes, you know, between yeah. the the parties on this note. <laughs> but uh, it's a bit mischievous, I think. The headline. Yeah. All right, let me take it to the Herald uh, on page four. Mm-hmm. New gold for oil cargo arrives today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> prices the, go down. The Herald has picked up reports of the arrival of a fresh consignment of petroleum products under the government's gold for oil policy later today. The quantity expected is not yet known, but insiders have assured that the oil cargo will arrive. Today, it is expected that this arrival and subsequent ones to follow will lead to a fall in prices of petroleum products soon. So, okay, mm. yeah, it says soon. Okay, soon. Well, um, I want to go back to the Ghanaian Times because, as a parent, I'm always interested in the school year, the calendar, what's going to happen. So, the management of Ghana Education Service has released the 2023 academic calendar for all public schools. This covers senior high, secondary, and technical schools, junior high schools primary schools and kindergarten. A statement signed by Deputy Director General Dr. Kwabna Bimpatando 
asked various heads of schools to take note of the provisions in the calendar. Regional directors are, by his letter, directed to ensure that heads of schools for basic and second cycle schools in their respective regions should take note and comply accordingly. Now, the BEC will start in September 2023. All kindergarten, primary and GHS are to operate a trimester academic calendar. The first term started on January 10th, as we know. It will go to March 24th. They will vacate on March 25th to April 2nd. And second term will start on April the 3rd and go to June 15th. They will break on June 16th to June 22nd. Then third term will start on June 22nd and go all the way to September 14th. So you can see that what we used to call long vac or those, it's, it's, it's changed because of all this whole COVID thing and all of that. Um, also, the transitional academic calendar for double track senior high schools for form threes also started on January 10th. Um, so there is still some tracking going on. People said it was done. <laughs> yeah, I don't even understand what the system is anymore. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, read read more in the Ghanaian Times right. if you want to understand. Let me, I'll stay with education for you because the Daily Graphics editorial says education ministry must weed out miscreants. And this has to do with the uh, computerized school selection and placement system. Apparently, there are some reports. The Daily Graphic is asking that the investigative committee that did that work should publish the report so that they know what to do. It says that, for instance, the Daily Graphic is worried that according to the Ministry of Education, only two individuals had access to the grade A schools where their alleged charges were made for placement. Mm. Considering the personalities and their pedigree in society, we are worried that people could have it in their minds that uh, Dr. Duchum and Professor Pukwam could be directly involved in this act. That is the more reason we would want to see these two fine gentlemen clear their names. But I, I have heard the PRO of the ministry speak on this. Okay. And frankly, the failsafe was created for a reason. There's a reason why only two people had access. Mm-hmm. Now, if they decided to pass on that access to somebody else, uh, well, but it is quite obvious Somebody, somebody has, has, has their, used their, their, their access. access. So whether they passed it on, whether they didn't see, whichever, they should just come and explain to us what happened and then we'll take it from there. And then finally from me, uh, let me take you to the back page of the Daily Graphic. And one of my favorite uh, neighborhoods, Makasi Hill. Mm-hmm. I like it because the residents there are very active. Mm-hmm. They don't take anything lying mm-hmm. down. If you misbehave there, they'll mm-hmm. come for you. So the assembly member there has raised concerns over blocked drains. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have called on the government to compel a businessman to pull down his structures oh. that have blocked two main drains in the area. Oh. He said, the block- according to them, the blockage of two water channels known as the South Drain and the Bale River might cause serious flooding when the rain sets in, adding that the matter needed to be treated with urgency. Now, the two drains located at the Ramsar site of the Makati Hill South, which is mm-hmm. Pambros, had in previous times caused flooding when it was claimed by, by investors. So, I uh, said they had reported the matter to the municipal assembly, but nothing had been done about it. So, uh, Mr. Clement Ajay, who is the assembly member of the Makati Hill South electoral area, he uh, organized a press conference alongside the residents of the area. Okay, okay. all right. Yes, in the Finder and in the Ghanaian Times, there are references to cancer, so cervical cancer in particular. Now, the Ghanaian Times is talking about why the NHIS should um, include cervical cancer treatment 
on the NHIS because currently it's not covered, but it's actually the cancer that kills most women in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Number one killer. Oh. And it's the, yeah, the thing is, it's treatable, it's preventable, but a lot of people don't know and women seek treatment late because they can't afford it, it's expensive. But in the Finder, um, there's an article by Dr. Michael Barbine saying, do you know that some cancers can be transmitted through sex? Mm-hmm. And actually, cervical cancer is one of them because it's mm-hmm. caused by the HPV, the human papilloma virus. Um, that is what causes cervical cancer. So if... Yes, it's considered a sexually transmitted disease. Mm. Um, so we need more education okay. about that. But women need to get screened. That's okay. the important That's thing. Important. Go for your right. pap smears and see what's going on down there. Okay. All right. Thank mm. you, Kokri. Yeah. Thank you, Godfrey. That was a newspaper review. The City Business News is up next. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Six fifty-seven. Coming up next is the City Business News, brought to us by Goyle, and Goyle is making things so convenient for you. These days, you can use mobile money to pay when you go to a Goyle service station to buy your fuel. Can also use your bank card or your Goyle Go card. Visit their social media platforms for more info on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. Goyle, good energy, Goyle. Yeah, yeah, dear. And the City Business News is also brought to us by MTN. Do people still hear that dark color tone when they call you? You need to add some spice to that. So dial star 1355 hash to choose from a wide array of options. And that's it. Anyone who calls you gets to listen and dance to your favorite songs too. Get a dope caller. Ring back tone today and enjoy life only on MTN. And the City Business News also brought to us by Enterprise Life and Access Bank. Uh, let's get into the latest from the world of business. It's time for the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Enterprise Life, Your Advantage, Access Bank, Morth and Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nanatu Fopwating. Now, stakeholders within the manufacturing sector are calling for strategic policy directives towards local rice production. This comes on the back of data from IDH Sustainable Trade, which indicates that in 2022, Ghana spent over 6.8 billion CDs importing rice, a grain that can be produced locally. 
Also, the Ministry of Food and Agriculture notes that between 2010 and 2020, the country's rice imports hit 8 billion U.S. dollars. Speaking on the issue, a former president of the Association of Ghana Industries, James Asaria J, called for more investments and ready markets for players within the rice value chain to boost the sector. The current situation of the country demands bold decisions from government and policymakers. And for that matter, we think that what we're looking for or what we need as a country is boosting local production, supporting indigenous Ghanaian businesses, particularly in manufacturing. One key area which we've made strides in the past three to five years had been local rice production. Rice production in the country, I mean, has moved from a mere 50,000 metric tons to over 400,000 metric tons in a year, in just three, in three years, which means that when local producers are supported, definitely we can bridge the import gap. At the moment, we have 400,000 or probably 450,000 metric tons. We, we need, the demand is 1.2 million metric tons plus. Now, how can we build, uh, I mean, bridge this gap of over 700,000 metric tons? And what we need to do is what we've seen local producers do in the past three years. Government must come out boldly, support commercial agriculture, support industrialists who want to go into agriculture. That was a former president of the Association of Ghana Industries, AGI, James Asaria J. Now, the Agbogo Mafia of the Asogi State, Togbi Afede Fourteenth, who doubles as the executive chairman of the World Trade Center of Ghana, has bemoaned the high interest rates at which businesses have to secure loans. He maintains that this development places local businesses at a competitive disadvantage, thus the need for the appropriate authorities to work to improve the situation. Togbi Afede Fourteenth has been speaking on the issue. Borrowing at 35-36% makes you very uncompetitive. And I believe that it's indeed one of the problems that will confront we Ghanaians as we try to take advantage of after. Because our counterparts in Zambia, they borrow a lower rate than you are borrowing here. So we begin from a, a, a big competitive disadvantage. So the structure of the economy that is dominated by foreigners appear would be a lot, at least in the short term. Okay. So yes, there is this crowding out that is caused by the high interest rates that makes it difficult for us to borrow and engage in business. And it's, this is an issue we've talked about for the past several years, the so-called crowding out, but it's an interest rate problem. If we have to solve it, we have to lower interest rates. Because again, I'm saying that if the funds are available to you at 35%, you probably don't want it. Government with his limited appetite, you know, uh, for borrowing, may just try to, you know, buy at those rates, which we have seen is hurting government itself now because they cannot themselves, even government cannot afford to service debt at those rates, much less you and I. That was the Mafia of Yasugli State, Togbe Afede, the 14th. Now, on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 10 CDs 80 pesos. The British pound, which gained 8 pesos, is selling at 13 CDs 3 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 11 CDs 5 pesos. However, be reminded that these figures will be higher at a Forex Bureau near you. 
Let's now join Gillian Hammer for more on the topic, the fundamentals of financial planning, why estate planning matters. Estate planning is the process of structuring your personal and financial affairs so that upon death, your assets can be distributed according to your wishes. A well thought out and properly documented estate plan will help reduce and provide for probate, legal, and executor fees, provide for your family's financial future, decrease the time and potential problems to settle your estate, and clearly define your wishes regarding the final distribution of your assets. To determine your estate planning readiness, there are a number of key questions to answer. Today, we will look at the first three. One, do you have a signed will that has been registered in the High Court of Ghana? Two, have you reviewed your will in the last two to three years? Situations change from one year to the next, so you want to make sure you update it from time to time. Three, does at least one family member know where to locate your financial records, be it your will, investment accounts, bank accounts, insurance policies, etc.? No one likes talking about passing on, but preparing for it could help minimize many of the issues that can arise after death. That was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Enterprise Life, Your Advantage, and Access Bank, More Than Banking. And powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nanatufu Abwating. Many thanks for listening. Have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. It's still the City Breakfast Show. We'll be getting into the City Business Edition in a bit. But before that, don't let the stress of planning the burial and funeral service of your loved one distract you from bidding your final goodbyes. Let Cow Bank take charge of collecting the funeral donations while you take care of the rest. The Cow Bank in Sawa Collection Platform is a real-time online collection platform that helps you easily manage all donations, be it cash check or via any digital means. Talk to Cow Bank on 0800-500-500. Chat with them online or get to them via social media or via WhatsApp. You can also send an email via customercare at cowbank.net or visit the website cowbank.net to know more. The next time you have a funeral, let Cowbank be your partner. Cowbank for it together. Vodafone is giving you the one Ghana promo with just one Ghana CD. You have 20 minutes talk time to all other networks and one GB of data every day between 5 a.m. and 11.59. All you have to do is dial star 530 hash to subscribe and enjoy longer conversations and browsing. Wake up to great value every morning with only one Ghana CD and enjoy one GB data, 20 minutes talk time to all networks. Vodafone, fare that together. Now a global standard luxury wristwatch made right here in Ghana for that special someone with their name customized in it. That's what I call a timeless gift. Caveman is giving an amazing 50% discount on the cost of customizing a name inside any of their 
exquisite luxury watches this season so February 15 visit caveman watches on all platforms and mention the code fb23 to redeem your discount call 0557-516-744 or visit cavemanwatches.com caveman watches be remembered well let's get into the city business edition and we are bringing back some of the conversations we had during the effective living series by popular request today we are speaking to charles mensah and he is talking uh, practical ways to get out of debt practical ways to get out of debt it was part of our financial leg of the effective living series that we did in january for those who missed it here is a rerun of that very interesting conversation this is the ct breakfast show and coming up next is the ct business edition this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation Hello and welcome to another episode of the City Business Edition here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Michael Obudu. And yes, we know January is finally over, probably the longest month of the year and maybe the toughest for a lot of people. But then a lot of things that we assume would be over with the month don't actually go away like our financial liabilities, our debts. So well, today on the show, we are focusing on a topic that was earlier discussed and I think that it's important that we go back to such conversations to help us stay afloat all the challenges that may remain from the previous year from the month of January and the likes and so today we are focusing on practical ways to get out of debt and you know Bernard Avle the host of the City Breakfast Show had spoken to financial consultant Charles Mensah extensively on this topic so we'll be revisiting that conversation and hopefully you will find a thing or two in there that can help you as you try to Figure your way around all the debts that you may have accumulated, probably from your Christmas expenditure and the likes, and maybe from some borrowings you did just to keep your head above water all through the month of January. So please listen, and I hope you find this conversation very insightful. My guest is a good friend of the station who's been on this platform a few times, Charles Mensah. I call him my personal financial guru. Charles, good to have you. Thanks for having me, Bernard. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, too. You're looking well. Thank you. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing well. You're doing well? Yes, yes. I can guess your services will be in high demand because a lot of people are not sure what to do with their money and because of all the economic times, but we'll come to all of that. What I wanted you to do first was to tell us whether things are that bad. You know, Ghana's debt to GDP is 105%. Lots of people have had certain levels of haircut and people are not very happy. As a financial guru, before you even start a presentation, how worried should we be about our finance in 2023? Um, naturally, you, one has to be worried because mm. if you cannot service your debt, mm. uh, it, it kills the spirit. Um, but in there, there's always an opportunity. Uh, 
So you got to look out for what opportunity can I play out. If you take Ghana, for instance, mm -hmm. we have a lot of assets locked up. Mm -hmm. When as I said locked up, we have the oil, we have the gold, whatever. We have a lot of natural resources locked up. It's a structure of the natural resources that we haven't done right. I think the government in the past attempted to um, raise funds out of future natural resources. It didn't work well. I'm referring to Japan. It didn't work well in terms of the PR aspect of it. But if I look at it critically, we could have raised money out of it and used it for economic activity. That would earn us regular, constant income. That's the track. Now, if you only raise it for consumption, naturally it means that for the next 15, 20 years, we'll be in trouble. Mm. So it's high time that Ghana as a country sits back, reflects on the natural resources, and structure a deal, and pass a law to guarantee the structure. Because sometimes, like the GET Fund, the original concept of the application of the GET Fund is not being done. Mm. Because it was meant for infrastructure. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you see it being used for um, other things other than the infrastructure. So when it and then also the schools, it all has to be captured properly, and mm. then get fund goes in there. Unfortunately, if you look mm. at the revenue tied into get fund, mm. it was supposed to be a VAT element specifically for mm. get fund. Mm. To date, they haven't done that. So I would have requested and begged that in future, when we pass a law tied into some revenue. It should trigger immediately the VAT element for the or get, get fund levy is end. We shouldn't wait for 60 days, 90 days before they'll pay them something. No. So you're saying some of our challenges could be finding a way to monetize our assets, but others are also just designing your cash flow and making sure that there's ready money to do certain things. I, I don't want you to get ahead of yourself. So let's, let's talk about the topic. So the topic is practical ways to get out of debt. Now, practical because... I know there are many theories around these things, but I brought you in because you're a very practical guy. So I want you to start by telling us how people even get into debt. First and <clears> foremost, <throat> people get to debt because, one, they were keeping up appearances. Like the Christmas just passed. Mm -hmm. People were having parties. They may have planned it maybe six months ahead. People are getting married. They may have planned it a year ahead. Mm -hmm. Next door neighbor, you're getting pressure from your colleagues, your parents, to get married mm. and therefore you attended one or two weddings and then you are pushed to do it you naturally go and borrow once you're borrowing you are denying yourself of a future potential revenue in other words you are utilizing the process now and you will be servicing it from next year or from next month so your future revenue is already tied in unless otherwise you are pushing the money into a capital expenditure where you can hold on to the asset should the servicing becomes a problem you can sell the tv you can sell the fridge whatever it is because that's what you use the money for but where you borrow for consumption then naturally you have a problem Th that's one two there were some investment decisions that people took mm. they heard that there's this company that pays high interest rate mm. they rushed whatever they have they went in there when they only to withdraw the amount, they are not getting the proceeds for the amount. They've lost money, so debt has been created. Another mm. one is health. Mm. If you didn't do insurance for your health mm. or for your sibling, and you know something hits at you, 
raising money becomes a difficult, so you go and end up borrowing. So all these things put pressure. Mm. In our part of the world, where families are dependent on the one who is creating money for them, education for family members can come in. So your sibling just got an admission at a university, mm -hmm. and there isn't much fund in the house, so they come and beg you. So you go and borrow those things. So these are the things that comes into it. And then also those who have credit lines at the banks, like overdraft, or they have cards that they use, so that they will do procurement that the things that they've bought, they don't really need it. But for the fact that they went to the shop and things are cheap, they will end up procuring it. So don't buy the things because it's cheap. Buy it because you need it. Mm -hmm. And once these things are being pan out in your life, you are utilizing money, mm. and the money that you are utilizing is not coming from yourself, but from OPM, other people's money, then you have borrowed. Mm. When you borrow, it will create debt for you. So these are some of the causes okay. that people have debt. So you've given us four. Keeping up appearances, investment decisions which are bad, health with no insurance, education needs which have not been planned for, and then procurement because things may be cheap. But do you admit that some of the debt could be caused by no fault of people? For example, what is happening in our economy now, as you said, you may have invested in a general institution, but because of the debt exchange and some of the things happening, people's savings may have been wiped out. So is it all the time that your debt is your fault? Or it's possible that based on external conditions, you can also be in debt? Thank you for that very critical question. Everything is your fault. Mm. Because the investment decision that you took, you should have looked at what if. Even saving at the bank. When you go to the bank early morning and you deposit your funds there, because you trust the bank, but you must also always ask yourself critical question. What if something happens? And therefore, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. So you must look at a certain way Mm -hmm. of managing your own expenditure, your own revenue streams, and then tie in with your age. So when it is that you've grown at a certain level, maybe you're reaching uh, 50 plus, your investment decisions has to be maybe you're buying treasurables. When you're young, you can invest in mutual funds. The crisis that we're having definitely will come out. Definitely will come out. Some of the things are too immediate. People are rushing and things. So when you are rushing, you don't make rational decisions. So those mutual funds, those who have lost the haircut and things, it's just for a period. It would bounce back. But what it is that if it's it bounces back, then the fund managers themselves shouldn't be paying themselves huge bonuses when they bounce back. Because people who have been punished to survive must also be helped when things improve. And that's the kind of statement that should come out from the investment decision or, or the policy makers that, listen, we have a problem now. We are suffering haircut. But when things bounces back, we'll help you out. I was just going to suggest that it's of zero. Mm -hmm. I think they should be able to do some 5% for the first year. They interest you. They interest me. I mean, it should no way it should be zero. There must be something coming to you. So you know that the investment returns is lower than to say the investment return is zero. So you need to have some five. I prefer to get 5%. Next year, 7%, 10% growth, rather than losing totally 
and then having a 25 percent coming coming through mm. something must be earned because mm. people are going to depend it on that small return that comes in even if it's two three four percent mm. to pay medical bills because decisions that people make every now and then they tie in with their age and we Bernard, you know this we've been at it helping people teaching people some of these investment decisions so when these things started panning out I got a lot of calls that you advise us to put money in mutual fund. You advise us, what, what should we do now? So that's why I keep on saying that it shouldn't be zero. There must be something small to start with mm -hmm. so that the, the confidence boosting will be there. Okay. So if I hear you correctly, in the initial part, you said debt is like bringing forward your enjoyment so you can use your money to pay later. So it's basically making a decision that will negatively affect your future. You've also said that even with the current economic situation, we must take responsibility and accept that it is our fault because we could have diversified. There are different things we could have done. Fair enough. Let's now come to how do you get out? So you are owing people. You are a company. Or let's start with the individual. An individual who is in debt. Maybe the bank loan, you are servicing it. The interest rates are too high. Or even you don't have enough money to even do the amortization. What are some steps we can take? Or what do you do? When you realize that okay. you're in a situation like this. First, uh, first thing you do, and I'm talking to uh, um, individuals here. First thing you do is to relax, mm -hmm. take a paper, and list all your debt, irrespective of the amount involved. Mm -hmm. Many a time, Mami Akam, which is the, the canteen shop that you usually buy food from, sometimes you are owing three days, four days, you have been mm -hmm. paid. So when mm -hmm. you compile your list, you end up losing that one out. So when you do a lot of money, I come around, you probably would think that, hey, that's, that's a lot of money. So you need to have paper, pen, and this time around, I will encourage you to use red pen to, to write it. That shows the thing that's going. In other words, you need to have money. So you list from your uh, mortgage, if you have one, from your car loan, if you have one, mm -hmm. from education loan, if you have one, mm -hmm. the food, if you have one, Loan from the bank if you have one. Companies are standing if you have one. IOUs from your friends if you have one. Mm -hmm. So you need to have a whole list of it. That's one. Mm -hmm. The second one is that you look at the tenor of those lists that you've compiled. Mm -hmm. What is the repayment schedule for it? Mm -hmm. Are you paying monthly? Are you paying weekly? Are you paying quarterly? Mm -hmm. And is there any interest cost? So if there's any interest cost, then you rank them. Those that come within interest costs, it means that they are going to eat into your future income. Now, those that are interest-free, like company giving you a loan, is interest-free. So, rank them A and B. So, A being the interest charge loan, and a B being the non-interest charge loan. Mm -hmm. And then you compare them up. Mm -hmm. They will end up giving you some repayment schedule you yourself would have done that some repayment schedule in other words how much do you have to cough every month to meet the repayment schedule that the contract you signed for mm -hmm. that a friend agreed the promise that you gave your friend that you paid two weeks time put all those things there and then you look at the repayment schedule when you look at the repayment schedule it gives you a certain amount that you need to generate net of your current expenditure, mm -hmm. net of your current expenditure. Current expenditure means that, you know, things that consumption you, you do every now and then. Mm -hmm. If you look at it critically, you will notice that your income will not even cover 
your expenditure, let alone service your debt or repayment of your principal. Do that because people many a time only remembers the high debt, the high amount. So the guys who is giving them pressure and they ignore the other one. Mm. So by the time he clears Kojo, I just calls the following morning says that when are you paying my money? Mm. He didn't factor mm. it in. So that's why I'm asking that you go step by step. Now when you compare all these things and then you start making calls, when I say making calls, start approaching people that you have to meet their debt because your income is not enough. Now if your income is not enough, what can you do as a person? Mm-hmm. You have to look at multiple streams. You have to look at other ways. Because the capacity to service the debt becomes a challenge. Mm-hmm. Your expenditure becomes a challenge. And that's why you have to admit that, Charles, I am broke. Mm-hmm. This thing of covering it up that, oh, Nyami Beye, it's okay, and things like that, it's not an admission. It's just a hope business. Mm-hmm. But admit that you have crisis. Mm-hmm. Earlier, I had stated I look for the causes why you got there first. Mm-hmm. So now they've done the list and admit that you have a problem. Then you go to the last stage, which is how do I service the debt? Mm. He says you have to know your current state. Take a paper, list all your debts, look at the tenure of the loans, and arrange them based on interest and non interest. Rank your loans, call your creditors, admit you are in a crisis. Now he's going to look at how do you get out, how do you address this. So. You've done all this. You've admitted you are in debt. You are broke. What was the next step? Some steps to do you renegotiate? Do you call the bank? Do you start selling your property? What are some of the things you can do to start based on the information you've gotten from this exercise to start making remedial measures? Okay, maybe yes. Um, you you have to f- first look at the income because when you do the the the, the flow, it gives you a sense of how much is coming into your hands. Mm-hmm. Now, your expenditure on regular basis is higher or is even a little bit over the income. Mm-hmm. So it means that you have a challenge, debt, debt alone servicing the debt. So you need to look at other sources of income. Mm-hmm. Extremely important. Mm-hmm. Other sources of income. You may have a particular asset in the house mm-hmm. that you bought it for a particular need. And if that need is zero, <clears throat> you can strip it. You can sell it because you are trying to come out. Mm-hmm. Friends that I know of had different plots of land. Mm-hmm. Four year, two year, when it was uh, really any income. Mm-hmm. When a crisis came through, they approached me and I said, look, release some of the assets. Mm-hmm. So they released <laughs> some of the assets. I mean, the structure was different because it was personal. So I, I, I can't, but they released the assets. They got some money. And they renegotiated the loans that they have with other people. And then some of them, they pay outright. Outright because the creditors, okay, if you can raise trust, if you can give me 15,000 cities out of my 22,000, I'll write it off for you. So there's no future. So when he raised the money, he had negotiated before he did this. When they raised the money, they went ahead and paid the people. And then gradually, within a year, they are back on track. When they came back on track, now that they are back on track, they decided to go back to buy assets. This time around, I told them that they should buy service plots. Mm. Because that one, at least, the value would appreciate. So these are the things that you have to. Because people don't like admitting. Especially when you have a spouse and children that you don't want to give them 
um, um, a story or some information that is bad. You even uh, you leave home late or early. You come home late. They don't want to see you because before you realize somebody is knocking at the door and the kids go and open the gate who is there is mommy i draw who's coming for the loan and so they come and shout so avoid all these little things run away from the house admit <laughs> that there is issue yeah. for all you know the kids who used to go to school early morning with sausages they'll change yeah. who used to eat conflicts they'll change maybe they'll have a porridge in the morning i'm referring to the cuckoo yeah. gobe became popular because when crisis came in, but Gobe has been there time, time immemorial, mm. but nobody averted their mind to it. So, when you speak to the family, I'm referring to those who are married with kids, you speak to the family mm. because they've enjoyed before. Now we have a little crisis. Talk to them, you think they don't know, they observe you because mm. a little, little thing you are annoyed. <laughs> so, your kids will, will observe you, and sometimes they clear with mommy to see that. Uh, how is daddy today? Or, or how is mommy today? In a bad mood. Is it in the bad mood? Mm. Don't let financial crisis push into that mood mm. where they are scared to come and discuss things to do. Let them know. Discuss that. And then you start. Mm. Please, if you're spending more time with friends and you're not earning anything out of it, mm. it's high time that you see how to reposit the mm. time. Because time, they say, is money. Mm. And if time is money and you're hanging four hours, five hours daily mm. with friends and you're not earning anything, why don't you turn it around? Maybe if I have a skill, apply it properly. This is of social media. Mm -hmm. You can't sell the skill. Mm. Maybe you are good at selling uh, products online. You are not the person who designs or mm. do the product, but marketing it. You can start that. Before I realize, you become an aggregator of people who have products mm -hmm. that are selling to a certain community that you can drive those community. How realistic is telling your creditor that they should stand still for a year you don't have money to pay whether it's a bank or something that you know what based on my financials you have to give me like some breathing space do you need some specialist to help you do that negotiation or this is normal oh you have to do a, a projected cash flow okay your your creditor would only rely on numbers so when you have a projected cash flow Project cash flow, I'm referring to your various monthly or weekly earnings that come onto your hands. And your survivor expenditure, that's food and transport. Mm -hmm. I call it survivor because without that, you can't even earn the income for next month. Mm -hmm. So when you deduct it from it, it gives you a sense of what is net to you. Mm -hmm. Then the servicing is a challenge. So you would have done the total of the servicing. So this is where you take to your, 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 your creditor. And then you sit with the creditor to go through it. Be candid about it. Because what is happening is that your creditor is also using other people's money. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they will like the truthful. So they can make provision also in their books. But when you don't tell you spank surprise on them that, oh boss, I cannot pay you, they will have a problem. You can't spring surprises on your credit. That's why mm. Bank of Ghana and the banks, when they lend money to us, and you are not servicing for a couple of months, they have to do provision, NPR, you know, they have to provide for that, mm. your debt. So when you tell them and they look at the cash flow, mm. they may readjust themselves. I want you to elaborate on two things. You mentioned multiple streams of income. Before we go there, you said food and expenditure are like basic. Uh, sorry, food and transportation. Yes, survival. So, survival, you call it. So, which areas can you cut? If somebody is in debt and they want to start making cuts 
can you give us some of the things that are untouchable and the ones that you know that this one you can easily cut from that budget? The food and transport is key mm -hmm. because that's what you use to survive. Unless that's why you're working from home. Even mm -hmm. that, the transport becomes your communication. Mm -hmm. I remember those we used to call transport and communication. So you pay data. Mm -hmm. So what it is is that the transport, what's the mode of the transport that you're mm -hmm. doing? If you use Uber to work, they probably have to change and see whether you can go out early and join the bus and join the community bus. I call it community bus. People call it trotro, but mm -hmm. I call it community bus. And mm -hmm. join the community bus to wherever you are going. Mm -hmm. We adjust yourself. Have your shoes mm -hmm. in, a, in, in the, like our ladies do. They have their shoes in the back when they get to the office, then they dress just up. So equally, if you have your jacket, you could have your jacket off or leave in the office. And then when you go, you suit up. That's what you do. That's the, that's for the transport. So if Uber was taking 40 cities every other day to work, which makes you very comfortable. But because things are tough, see whether you can save 20 cities at all. Because 20 cities a day, savings on Uber, gives mm -hmm. you 100 cities a week. And it mm -hmm. gives you 400 cities a month. Mm -hmm. That can save you some of the debts that you are, you are owing. So transport yes. is one area. One which day, other area can you cut? Food. 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 Maybe you used to order lunch. You can do lunch because you have a crisis. Mm -hmm. You must admit, like mm -hmm. I've talked about admission already. Mm -hmm. So, this of my lunch being ordered regularly from a certain point, I want to save a certain percentage of my lunch. Mm -hmm. So, maybe you can look at the combination and the type of food that you have. Maybe instead of having breakfast and lunch, you have brunch. So, two in one. And then you increase the qu uh, quantity a bit. And then maybe you have your uh, late dinner. You change some of these things. And at that time also, if you have a family member, you got to procure things, go to the market, make a list, go with the, the spouse, or yourself can go to the market and procure things and cook for the week. In bulk. And, and in bulk, that's correct. Mm -hmm. And cook for the week. And dish them in the various bowls. So Monday bowl, Tuesday bowl, Wednesday bowl. Look, don't feel shy about it. What about school? Can you change your children's school? Maybe they are paying dollars. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed because I just, uh, last month, I just advised parents that they should check these two schools and see the content. But if they can afford it, they should stay there. But that means that something has to forego. So what are they going to look? So maybe instead of the children buying playstation and things like that you're going to plow those money so those ones mm -hmm. are very critical and very emotional you go they're going to new school is now that they're going to readjust you can't take that decision that's a cost cutting measure mm -hmm. it's a cost reduction measure mm -hmm. so one comes with it some talk through others can say with a knee-jerk reaction so do the talk through process and things like that maybe if you're going to change the school and they all agree to change the school mm -hmm. then you can support it by getting some part-time teacher from the first school to be coming home to support it. That teacher will also use that as a other income mm -hmm. for, for him or herself. That could be another solution. That, that could be another solution. You started by talking about how we got here in the first place. Do you think it's possible to live without borrowing? A little borrowing, some will say it doesn't hurt, but that's the beginning of your problems. A little borrowing is a starting point. People borrow small uh, to uh, so I'm only going for this. Please don't. Because in a good Bible, it talks about uh, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Proverbs 22, verse 7. Yes, can you read for me? Okay, I'll find it. Okay. Proverbs 22, verse 7. 
a borrower line actually will become a slave to the master. Oh, okay. And and basically, he always the it says uh, uh -huh. the rich rules over the poor, mm -hmm. and the borrower is servant to the lender. Thank you. Mm. So once you're a borrower. <laughs> you, are, you are a slave. Mm. And we all want to move away from that. Mm -hmm. So a little borrowing you start with will can create a problem. Borrow only for an earning. Because your personal balance sheet is what you have and what you owe. Mm. So your balance sheet would be things in your room. Knowledge itself, maybe you've gone to school, you borrowed to go to school. It's, it's, a, it's an asset to you. Once you have that, what is the earning as compared to the debt that you are servicing? So borrowing can only be good for my calculation as long as it's tied in to an asset. That then can pay for that. The, then can pay for itself. To go to university, you may borrow. Correct. But not to buy food to eat. Correct. Not to buy a new car. Correct. So you heard that they're very key and insightful conversations between Bernard Avler, the host of the City Breakfast Show, and Mr. Charles Mensah, financial consultant. And well, I'm sure from all we've listened and learned today, we all really have to relook what our debt really is made of and ensure that we are borrowing to make ourselves more financially liberated rather than putting ourselves in a very uncomfortable debt position. And while the topic of the conversation was basically practical ways to get out of debt, and I'm sure you picked a thing or two that will help you all through the rest of the year. And that will be all for today's edition of the City Business Edition here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Michael Obodu, your host. Let's connect on Twitter at M Obodu. Catch you same time next week. Stay safe, stay informed, and it's bye bye from here. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Benjamin Nketiah here with the Friday edition of Kickoff. And Kickoff is proudly brought to us by Lesheho and Vivo Energy. Now, Shell Fuel uh, Save Super, Shell Fuel Save Diesel, and Shell V Power Fuel Designed to Last Longer. In the headlines, Dreams FC take on Asante Kotoko on March Week 17 in the Ghana Premier League. It's March Week 23 in the EPL. Leicester take on Tottenham as Arsenal host Brentford. And in the NBA, Kevin Durant headlines biggest movers on trade deadline day.
Let's get into the details now. And Kumasi Asante Kotoko, they have completed the signing of former Heart of Folk defender Mohamed Al Hassan. Now he joins the defending champions as a free agent after parting ways with Heart of Folk earlier this season. The 30 year old won the league title with Heart of Folk in the 2020 2021 season and two FA Cup trophies. Now Mohamed Al Hassan, who began his career with Wafa before joining Heart of Folk, has made over 90 appearances in the Ghanaian top flight. So Moal Hassan moves from Accra Heart of Folk to Kumase Asante Kotoko. Let's get to the full fixture list for match week 17 in the Ghana Premier League. And there's a Friday game uh, between Bechem United and Adriana Stars. Tomorrow, there's only one game between Accra Heart of Oak and Brecon Chelsea. On Sunday, there's Dreams FC taking on Kumase Asante Kotoko. There's Kim Faisal taking on Real Tamale United. Tamale Cities will be up against Mediama Sporting Club. FC Samatex take on Legon Cities. And Swatraman take on Great Olympics. Karela take on Kotoku Royals. And then the game week finishes off on Monday with Accra Lions taking on Bibiani Gold Stars. That's what's going on as far as the Ghana Premier League is concerned. Let's move on to the English Premier League. And on Saturday, there's West Ham versus Chelsea. And Arsenal taking on Brentford. Crystal Palace will be up against Brighton. Fulham take on Nottingham Forest. There's Leicester versus Tottenham Hotspur. Southampton take on Wolves. And then there's AFC Bournemouth also taking on Newcastle. On Sunday, there's Leeds versus Manchester United. And then there's Manchester City versus Aston Villa. The game week finishes off with a Merseyside derby on Monday between Liverpool and Everton Football Club. Let's do some boxing. And president of the Ghana Boxing Authority, Abraham Nikwe Kote, believes the hard work the organization has put in over the years has paid off. Now, according to him, the introduction of the Professional Boxing League in 2021, after he was voted into office, has been a huge contributing factor for the recognition the authority has received. Now, he made this comment in an exclusive interview with City Sports. Well, it is the good work that we are doing in Ghana that have called the recognition of Africa and the world. <laughs> you understand? Uh, if you go to Boswick, everybody is talking about Ghana League. It, it, it has never happened anywhere in the world, not even U.S., where you are going to have the authority to promote a major 20 fight. So a lot of bodies are talking to me. Uh, uh, everybody can see the good work that we are doing. So what do you expect? It's just such things to happen to you. Now, you had President of the Ghana Boxing Authority, Abraham Kote Nikwe, speaking there. And let's just quickly go through a few of the trades that happened. Kevin Durant has joined the Phoenix Suns uh, in NBA trade deadline. It was the biggest uh, trade of deadline day. Uh, Mohamed Bamba has also been traded uh, to the Los Angeles Lakers. Patrick Beverly heads in the other direction. So a lot going on as far as the NBA trade deadline is concerned. Eric Gordon also is back with the Los Angeles Clippers. So Eric Gordon, earlier in his career, was with the Clippers. He gets his um, wish by moving away from the rebuilding um, rocket. So that's what's going on as far as the NBA trade deadline is concerned. And that's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Nketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Lesheho and also Shell. Now, Shell Fuel, Save Super, Shell Fuel, Save Diesel, and Shell V Power, fuel designed to last longer. A small sport at citysportsonline.com. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
After eight, welcome back. This is still the City Breakfast Show live on your dial 97.3 FM, broadcasting from Adabraka to every corner of the world, even the Pacific. Kickoff earlier was brought to us by Lecheho, and 2023 looks amazing already. Are you a private school targeting a purchase of a school bus sometime this year? The show says, why wait for later when we can support you to do it now? Come along, apply for the show's competitive school bus loan with convenient payment terms. Very, very convenient payment terms. You can call Michael on 0574-117851 now and let's do it together. The show lets improve lives. Now, if anyone had told me that I would become a mathematician and a cartographer this year, I'd have laughed. Come and see me doing calculations and carefully mapping out routes every time I step out. Thinking about money and fuel, but now Shell has given us a way to go further and save 
money with Shell Fuel Save. Shell Fuel Save's triple action formula improves engine efficiency, prevents deposit buildup, and protects your engine from wear and corrosion. For extra clean, extra protection, and extra savings, giving you extra kilometers out of your drive. So switch to Shell Fuel Save today because extra kilometers go a long way. Shell, go well. It's the Imperial Insure and Win promo from now till the 31st of March 2023. Insure your vehicle with Imperial General Assurance and win handsome rewards. Yes, it's instant. Pick up your reward. A free all coupons, gift vouchers, special souvenirs and many more. And Imperial is giving you a free one-year life insurance cover as part of your motor insurance cover. So get it double from Imperial General Assurance. Call us today on 0302788955 or 0577667436. Or talk to any of their agents across the country for more details. Follow them on social media. T's and C's apply. Imperial General Assurance, um, solid protection. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Kokui has a few things to tell us. Yes, I do. Well, football fever never stops with Show Max Pro. Watch the best live games from the Premier League, Europa League, La Liga, Serie A, and more live from Supersport on Show Max Pro. Now, you can stream movies, series, and kids' shows on any device. And you can stream movies, series, and kids' shows on any device. So sign up and watch the world's best football and the greatest local international entertainment, all from only fifty nine ninety nine. So that's 59 CDs, 99 pesos a month on Showmax Pro. Subscribe at showmax.com. And are you an entrepreneur in the formal or informal sector between the ages of 16 and 55? Are you seeking an opportunity to fund and grow your business? Say no more. I Am Investable is here to make your dream come true. Join the I Am Investable business initiative now and receive up to 50,000 CDs grant, mentorship, and support to grow your business. To participate, send a summary of 250 words about your business or a two-minute video of you telling us why your business is viable and investable. A processing fee applies. Pitch your way to success today. Go to IamInvestable.com for more details. I am Investable, empowering innovative businesses for growth. And just when businesses in Africa were gearing up for growth after COVID-19, other crises set in. Global inflation, sovereign debt, currency fluctuation, and now global recession. But is there any hope for Africa businesses in 2023? And what exactly will influence the Africa's business landscape? You need deeper insights for your 2023 business strategy. Your 2023 strategy and Crystal Ball Africa is back. Now it's taking place next Thursday, the 16th of February, at the Labadi Beach Hotel in Accra. The theme is Africa's new blue ocean opportunities in a volatile world go to crystalballafrica.com crystalball africa powered by ab and david africa all right let's get into some dedications like i always say every day is somebody's birthday so yes and today (laughs) today is a big one so let me say yeah not to somebody so don't worry uh it's a happy birthday to francisca echa yama Oh, of <laughs> HR catering services. Hey. Why you taste HR's jollof? Hey. 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 I'm telling you, you have you have tasted HR's soup and fufu before. Hey. 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 
yes. <laughs> you come now. So you must associate yourself with this birthday with joining the No, 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 no. This one is family. To my cousin, uh-huh. one cousin, uh-huh. uh, Francisca Echanyama. Uh-huh. Uh, happy birthday! This is from everybody, from myself, from mommy, from uh, Rara, Powerful. from Benny, uh-huh. from everybody. Uh-huh. It's birthday. We are coming fully. To the house to, to deliver ourselves. Happy birthday! Just Francis Nyama. Yes. Nyuama. Any relation to Francis Nyama? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. I'm just asking. No. All right. She knows Happy what birthday. To do. Yes. Yes, she knows what Happy to birthday. Happy birthday, Francisca. Sky and I are headed to our special place later. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. She knows what to do. She delivered Oje's on the Jalof some time back. Ask Oje. He's smiling. In fact, he's smiling broadly. Oje. I enjoyed wow. that off. I know, right? <laughs> okay, I also joined that uh, by celebrating you. I remember that thing, Charlie. Charlie oh, no. it was yeah, yeah, deadly, deadly, deadly. <laughs> Charlie, no, I do your side. <laughs> and then let me also say a happy, happy birthday to Fred Amagashi, um, who is the branch manager, uh, the branch manager at Echo Bank Laboni Branch. I see. Um, today is your birthday, and your wife and your boys are celebrating you in a very, very big way. They say you are one awesome dad and husband, a pillar in the home, and you are transforming and take, touching a lot of lives. And they celebrate you because of that. And they love you dearly. And that you should enjoy your day. And um, live long enough to see many things happen in their lives. Mm. Also, let me say um, happy birthday to Antoinette of Fabia Irenchi. You are the business advisor at Farm access foundation mm-hmm. uh, which is also transforming lives within the uh, medical and the health space we celebrate you this day and may you continue to touch lives in mm. a big big way you are also a Buckingham trained security analyst Buckingham trained Buckingham when they go to Buckingham Charlie <laughs> Very few, you know, and these are people with, you know, they have distinguished themselves in their respective spaces. So, yeah, uh, you know, Antoinette, we celebrate you this morning and uh, may everything good happen to you. Okay. And one more. Yes. Uh, today yes. is the birthday of Widad Saulim Abdullahi Muhammad. That's Engineer Muhammad's daughter. Oh. oh. Yes. It says, wife here, myself, when I wish her happy birthday, couldn't have thanked Allah more. For such a brilliant gift. May Allah make her who he desires her to be from the engineer Mahama family. Yep. So with from that, Salim Abdullah Mahama, she's for today. Oh, happy birthday. To yep. her. A few more. Happy birthday to Eugene Adai Tremaine, aka a papa. He's a lawyer. And the message is coming from Zalix Dwin in London. Hey, hey, hey my man. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday in advance to Milka Comfort Nanadra Asem Papa. She's 10, or she will be 10. Mm. 
She's uh, at the St. Therese Academy Afienya, New Jerusalem. The, uh, the message is coming from her mother, Dorcas, and grandparents. Um, happy birthday to Lydia Aku of Aquetia. God bless your new age. That's from Yao in Chimota. You know, the, I remember, uh, you know, Erasmus Asempa um, of, of blessed memory. I mean, when we were in the CYB, he was, um, you know, like Kukui understood music and was teaching ah. us um so when i saw the name i mean it, you know memories uh, have been brought back uh erasmus asempa of blessed blessed memory great mm. great great guy and uh yeah may his soul continue to rest in peace uh, but when you add another p to it what does it mean asempapa mm. uh, you know yeah Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. This is Sky singing, please. Sky, is this is this Buckingham train for our Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, of Daddy Lumba. I don't know how many people remember this music video. But this was the first time a lot of people were singing for Ryan Ponsa. This was the age... What was the name of that guy? Terrible food. I think the music video was written by Cypher. Because I remember with the lights and cars and you know, yes, all yes, of yes. that. But you mean Dr. Terry Bright of Fusu now? Well, the school of performing well, arts. I don't know yes, if he's the one who died. Yeah, yeah. He used to direct a lot of videos. Oh, ah, well. then, then there's this one. There's this one. There's this one. Charlie, at, that time, at that time, the music videos, they had a certain standard. The lights had to be there, the cars. That's <laughs> yes, Charlie. The good old days. But then, yeah. 
you know, since we're talking about Buckingham trained and all of that, that all, all of it has to do with school and education. And this week, education has been on, on one of the major burners, right? Mm-hmm. In the last few weeks, you know, we've had several reports, because different parts of education, we talk about the BC results and all of that. And then there's this expose, you know, concerning the, um, the placement system. And all the things that have arisen. We've seen several responses from the ministries or the education ministry from that outfit responding to several things that have been said in the media. I think it was, was it Joy News that did that expose mm-hmm. trying to pick out a few issues or things they had discovered? I thought mm. there was some link to Manasseh's, um, who was in the fourth mm-hmm. estate. And, and then yeah. the, the fourth estate also, also put out something there. So education is, 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 it's been dominating parts of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, it's something that you you are really interested in. Well, of course, of course, and all of um, us should be. Yeah, maybe. everybody in the country should be. Um, yes. for a country that is is spending a lot of resources um, trying to educate um, its youth, and if you look at our population base, we have a very young population um, as things stand. So. Uh, a lot of policies have been put in place to try and improve mm. education. And of course, free SHS is notable one. But my concern, I have a couple of concerns. Just, a, you know, just quick. So, so the report was done by the fourth estate. Yeah. Join News just I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that piece. You know, I'm, I'm, I just have general concerns. Okay. You know, nothing giddy giddy like that. But um, just a few things I have noticed and things that have been brought to my attention. So, mm. for instance, um, I. I, I, I follow Kofi Asari's African Education Watch yes. a lot. And um, what caught my attention was two weeks ago, he did uh, he put out a, a post um, that looked at the inequitable distribution of resources at the basic school mm. level. Yes. It seemed to him, uh, the data available mm. indicated that we were spending all our resources or most of our resources mm-hmm. at the senior secondary school level of course because we have the free senior high school but it seems like there has been so much focus there that there is an almost total neglect of what is happening at the basic school level which is a a bit worrying considering that you have to pass through basic school to go and enjoy free free senior high school but um, we're having uh, textbook problems a basic school level for years. The, the, for a while now, the textbooks have not been coming on time. Um, we've had the calendar changes today. The newspaper has given us um, the new GES calendar across all levels mm-hmm. for public mm-hmm. schools. And then the inequitable distribution of resources, so books, uniforms, uh, desks. Mm-hmm. And the desk became a big issue. And mm-hmm. just to, to recap, a story that is on City Newsroom this morning um, says that about 2.3 million kids in Ghana have no desk at school. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm focusing on this because we tend to look at the senior, senior high school and think that is all, but people have to graduate yes, into yes, free senior high school. Okay. Now, the level that they are coming from to the free senior high school is the level where we are not spending money. So the teaching conditions are poor. Quality of resource teaching material is not available mm-hmm. and they have no desk. So if they have no desk, what do they do? So let me just give you tidbits of what uh, City Newsroom reported from um, the African Education Watch report. And it says that uh, they are quoting the Ministry of Education's data that indicated that by 2021, about 596,000 kg pupils, representing half of the national kg population, and 1.2 million pupils in primary school lacked desks in school. That's half a million kg pupils, kindergarten, 
kindergarten. Yes, who don't have desks. Now, they added that another 425,000 pupils, representing 30% of JHS pupils, mm-hmm. were without writing spaces. So, this brings the total number of public basic school pupils without desks to 2.3 million. 2.3 million. Yes. Okay. Now, they went on to identify that the situation is worse at the primary level in the most underserved regions, namely the northern, the northeast, Savannah, Upper East, Upper West, Bono East, and Oti. They then mentioned that report says that Eddie Watch mentioned that the Northern Region leads with 213,000 public primary school pupils without desks, followed by Upper East and Bono East. And I recall that on some trips that Bernard has been on, that our uh, former colleague Kojo had been on as well, they came back and spoke about the fact that they went to certain classrooms up north, and, and, and the students, you could have three streams of classes all using one classroom at the same time because they were inadequate resources to share at the basic school level. Now, they added that cumulatively 638,008 represents 61% of public primary school pupils in the seven underserved regions in Ghana's education sector do not have desks. Proportionally, this is a quote, while all the seven regions have the percentage of public primary school pupils lack Lacking desk higher than the national average of 40%, the Northeast region leads with a maximum of 80% of primary schools lacking desk. Then goes on to explain a couple of other things, mentioning in Kwanza South Municipality, where students uh, sat on stones to write on their laps, while 25% lay on the floor in selected schools in the Zabzugu district. So then go on to say that they are, we need about 150,000 kg tables, 600,000 kg chairs. This is going to cost between 330 to 350 million Ghana cities. Now, last week, the education ministry started what it says is the distribution of some desks. So, for instance, if you go to BNFT online, they said they were, they had kickstarted the process to distribute 40,000 pieces of furniture to basic schools across the country. And this is a quote from the education minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first batch was of 2,300 dual desks being sent to the Pandai Education Directorate in the Northern Region, which has been mentioned here, which took off just this past Saturday. This is being dispatched to over 80 basic schools. Now, they're expecting uh, to dispatch about 2,700 more. And according to the report, it says that a a little over 40,000 pieces of furniture, which include dual desks, library chairs, and tables, Teachers' chairs, tables, notice boards, and bookshelves, among others, are expected to be dispatched to various basic schools in the country. Um, according to the education minister, he's indicated that he's convinced that little by little, the ministry will reach the apex in this quest to improve education for future leaders and generations. It's going too slow at the basic level. Mm. It's going way too slow. That's the point. These deficits have been hankering on for a long time. They need to fix these things. There's a lot of glory hogging with the free senior high school. We have questions about that, no problem. But nobody wants to take responsibility for what is happening at the basic school level. It is shameful. They need to go there and focus on what is happening there and stop doing... I've seen another story that says um, they have distributed over 1 million pieces of furniture to pre-tertiary schools so far. Okay, where did they go? Where did those pieces of furniture go? Mm. And we seem to need a lot more. 2.3 million. million. 
And I'm saying, for those who haven't looked at the data, if you look at the country's balance of expenditure on education in this country, it is heavily tilted uh-huh. towards just the free senior high school. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard Kofiasari okay. say that so a lot of times. If, if the basics have nothing, what are they using to graduate to the free senior high school? Now, they'll get their ill-prepared, go through the system, end up at the university level. Now, I deal with the university level a lot, and I've been having conversations. Last week, I was talking to a colleague of mine who's a journalist and a lecturer as well, and he was trying to send me pieces of a script he was marking. <laughs> and he, he, was, he was like, he cannot understand what he's reading. So, and a, a lot of lecturers have started complaining. Clement Park was complaining. I go through a lot of these materials myself because I edit a lot of research material. Some of these things, you read it and you're like, eh? The foundation is poor. Okay? We cannot toy with the foundation. The foundation is the basic school level where you have 2.3 million. Not you have right students either. lying on the floor. 25% of students in the northern region lie on the floor. To do what? It is not an experience. It is not something that toughens you. It is not something that makes you a better student. You are simply being negligent. Second issue I have. An observation. Last week, uh, two weeks ago, my uh, couple of private schools um, started calling. They were worried by the recent yeah. BEC scores. Um, a lot of them are concerned that there seems to be, and it's and I'm using I'm choosing my words carefully because it's unproven, but a lot of them, and there's not one, two, three. I'm talking about. 30, 40, 50 schools all starting to have a feel that Something's th- there's very something wrong. wrong with the way grades are being assigned for the WASI examination. Okay. So, uh, the, the WASI they, or the BEC? The, sorry, the BEC examination. It's gotten to the point where, because parents are starting to fear, parents in, pub, in private schools, which accounts for quite a significant chunk of the students as well, are beginning to feel that, okay, the strategy then is when my ward gets to Form 2, I will register my ward in a public school. So, I, again, I know a colleague whose child is in an international school, a very big one, takes the child from and registers the child at a school somewhere, basic school somewhere, in a village somewhere, <laughs> the child writes it because the assumption is that at the moment, the school placement, the computerized placement system is skewed towards making sure public school students gain access. That's it, you know, and it is at the expense of private schools. It's a conversation that needs to be had. The private schools are saying they've been trying to get an explanation because uh, they, can, they do a survey and they look at their levels. And there are certain schools when they tell you that, for instance, if uh, somebody from BIS, I'm, I'm just, you know, let me know if there's another, other schools, comes to tell you that, okay, we had a 5% pass rate. And you look at the quality of students and where that school has come from and where it deals with. They just cannot wrap their heads around some of the numbers that they are getting as pass rates. And so they are worried by that. So that's also something that needs to be taken care of. And the last concern I have with education is, I'll take it from the editorial of the Daily Graphic today. Forgive me, I seem to have a lot of education topics today. <laughs> education, says, education ministry must weed out miscreants. And it has to do with um, the, thing, the shenanigans that are going on with the computerized school selection and placement system, which was supposed to be, was supposed to reduce to a certain extent the human interface and all kinds of fail safes were put in. 
Okay. Now, if you read the Daily Graphics editorial, using their editorial as an entry point, it says that um, there was a report. It says, so let me just read. It says, the issue reached an alarming state some time ago, prompting the then Director General of the GS, Professor Kwesio Pukwamankwa, to petition the Directors General of the Criminal Investigations Department of the Ghana Police Service and the National Investigations Bureau to investigate those allegations. Following that request, the Minister of National Security requested the Minister of Education to set up an independent committee to investigate and sanction culprits identified. The report of the committee we have lent is ready. We therefore urge the Minister of Education, Dr. Yao Seiduchim, to ensure that it is made public and those found culpable are punished to serve as a deterrent to others. We believe this is very important to ensure that members of the public clear their minds about the two top personalities. As the placement is expected to be out this month, we are happy that Dr. Duchum has personally warned that anyone caught or cited for demanding money for placement will be dealt with drastically. It must, however, be of interest to the minister that there are instances when people front for parents for a fee to use their acquaintances with officials of the ministry to secure placement. Now, where my concern lies is with this particular situation, recent reports indicate that this goes all the way to the top. Okay, including confirmed scenarios where the, uh, that is, the two top persons, the DG and the education minister, who are supposed to be the fail-safes by having the only mm. access to who gets placed in a category A school, somebody seemed to have bypassed them and was able to place students. Now, that is why it is of interest to me that we get this report out and we also get some explanation. I heard Mr. Kwesi Kwarteng, the PRO, of the ministry speak on this matter, where he said um, he could not put out publicly, but somebody else had also been given access by the person who had access. And it looked like, so the, the, the person, the interviewer probed further. Who is this person? He said, we cannot identify, we cannot name the person publicly now. But this is a big issue, because we all know what school placements mean in this country. Yes. Now, we've had eight persons arrested. Now, the eight persons, we had a release from the ministry, who said that these persons could not, some of them could not even be considered staff of the ministry. One was a, a cleaner of some sort, another one was with a catering agency of some sort. So how are these persons, who are not even supposed to be considered as staff, and even if we're placing them, would we'll be at the bottom tier, have the kind of leverage where they are charging people 7,000, 8,000 Ghana cities per person, to say that for 8,000 cities, I can get you a placement into a category A school where only two people per the rules are supposed to have access and they are able to do it. These are people who, according to the ministry, are not starful. They issued a statement and said, well, I, I read it in the graphic, that the caterer had, we used to be something else, you know, but these are not people who are supposed to be close to IT or something, but have been able to build relationships up to the point of minister level, DG level, so even if it is not the two, we officially we do know the process is that only those two can do this. We deserve some better questions. We deserve some proper answers from the two parties on this matter to clarify who did you give the access to? We gave you the access for a reason. How is it that Persons who are not supposed to be able to get near you on a daily basis because per your own release are cleaners, caterers, whatever, have 
the confidence to charge with a sky 8,000 Ghana cities that I can put you in Prempe, I can put you in Achimoto School, I can put you in Holy Child, knowing that only two people can do that job and it gets done. It gets done. So, we will not just take the answers Mr. Kwesi Kwarteng has been giving us. No. I'm hoping the Education Committee in Parliament, I know Dr. Park and his friends, have taken a keen interest in this matter. We expect a lot, but we will not just take these answers. So, for me, these are just the concerns. You know, we, we have other issues to discuss, but for me personally, mm. I just felt that we've had too many of these things happening in education. So I just wanted to bring it to the fore this morning. Thank mm. you, Nathan. Now, now the, 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 you've raised very important points. And um, I, I, I just want to plug into the very last one. Okay. I don't know whether the, the matter involving alleged corruption um, at the level of the Ministry of Education or the Ghana Education Service has received the attention of the office of the uh, you know special prosecutor yet. Uh, well, Apak says he would prefer yeah because if the OSP looks into this matter rather than the Ghana Police Service, Police Service and other committees. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at the the office of the special prosecutor Act 2017, Act um, 959, um, Section One. Uh, basically, uh, Section 3, Subsection 1 says, to achieve the object, um, the office shall, and let me go to the relevant uh, portion here, C, investigate and prosecute alleged or suspected corruption and corruption-related offenses involving public officers, politically exposed persons, and persons in the private sector involved in the commission of the offense under any other relevant law. And up there too, it, it makes obvious references to the Criminal Offenses Act of 1960 and then also the Procurement Act. Um, if you look at subsection um, uh, A and, uh, and B. So with this in mind, mm. um, what I, we do not know publicly is whether the Office of the Special Prosecutor has you know, been invited or the matter has been referred to them or they themselves have taken the initiative uh, to perhaps look into the matter. But I think that this is a matter that they must be very much interested in because this is not to say that the police are incapable of doing a good job, but it would seem that the scale of the alleged, you know, criminality we're talking about is so huge has to require a certain level of expertise to deal with the matter. So, and because all kinds of big names are being thrown about, and, and given the, the seriousness we attach to the office of the special prosecutor, I think that it will be important that they get involved okay. uh, to investigate this matter, establish whether indeed monies have been paid, because the moment there is payment of money, which payment would have been to influence a certain conduct, which conduct generally would be regarded as a case of alleged criminality, then clearly the, 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 the scope of, of the office of the special prosecutor and his powers are triggered. Uh, so my, my call on, 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 on this matter is that we should get the office of the special prosecutor involved so that with his powers, he will be able to get to the bottom of this matter. 
and ensure that persons who for some reason may or may not be you know uh, involved at least their role is exposed and those who would have to be prosecuted mm. are prosecuted and, and and in keeping with that we already do know that they have challenges with resources yeah. Um, and, and they've been fighting a battle with the government regarding releases to them. And mm-hmm. parliament had to compel, you know, a commitment from the institutions of state responsible for managing our resources to say that, yes, we'll make sure that they receive their funding. I think if they still have those lingering issues of, uh, you know, late releases or uh, lack of releases or funds, if I'm to use that, I think those have got to be addressed because these are the big ticket items that they should be dealing mm. with. It should not be the case that uh, it has become so pricey a thing to do, give money out to someone in order to place you in a particular school. Completely unacceptable. Mm. And if it's happened and there are big boys involved, I think the OSP has got to get involved. If you if you read the the story surrounding the arrests that were made, and I'm just going through the profiles of people, and I think it kind of highlights the seriousness of the matter. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Now, so just the profiles of the people who were arrested. One is a cleaner, one is a caterer. The other person is a staff of Fisheries Commission Tema Regional Office. I wonder what that person is doing doubling in SHS placements. There's another person who's an operations manager with a logistics company. There's an administrator involved, and there's a foreman involved. So you find that typically these people would not be any way related or linked to school placement stuff. Mm. But here they are involved, and they are saying that allegedly they they took between 8,000 and 20,000 CDs to have placements changed from one school to the other. You see, at that level... Sky, hold on. I have a concern. Okay. Um, the investigation, mm-hmm. and you are the lawyer here, uh, that was conducted in, into this. They, they commissioned an internal, and sometimes again, you are the administrator here too. They commissioned <laughs> an, 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 internal, an, internal, an internal committee to investigate this alleged corruption mm. into the CSSPS system. And I'm looking at the terms of reference and the composition of the committee mm-hmm. that the minister put together to investigate matters of his access and the DG's access that were abused. One, I do not think it should have been an internal committee, which is why Sky is asking for the OSP. The OSP because okay. if you look at this, it has uh, Mr. Edward Fiawoyife. He's a chairperson. He's a director, internal audit, minister of education. Mrs. Matilda Awia Azuma. Head of Legal Ministry of Education, Mr. David Pra, Deputy Director. Oh, Mr. David Pra, I know him. Uh, General TV Services, Deputy Director General. Mr. Bafuewa, Director, Pre-Tertiary, MOE. Mrs. Cynthia Stoftego, Head Legal, Ghana Education Service, MOE. Uh, Mr. Patrick Arthur, Principal Planning Officer, MOE, Secretary to the Committee. The terms of reference to investigate into the allegations of corruption at the CSSPS during the 2022 Senior High School Placement Period of Basic Education Certificate Examination candidates to first year of senior high school to submit the findings and recommendations to the Honorable Minister of Education for onwards submission to the National Security for Necessary Action. Now, this is the report that the Daily Graphics editorial mm-hmm. is asking be made public. Okay. And you can see why June 2022 to now, this report, there will be a difficulty, perhaps, in making this difficult. Looking at the composition, mm. I'm not to impugn on their integrity, but... Is the boss asking you to investigate an issue that investigates the two bosses? There would be issues. Okay, so let me just say that it is not entirely, in in administrative law, it is not entirely out of place for an institution to want to set up 
uh, you know, an investigative institution from within mm-hmm. to look into a matter. Because, you know, sometimes you want to find out what exactly the loopholes are and then to deal with it accordingly. But the issue comes in where there is a case of obvious or alleged criminality, in which case the jurisdiction of that internal institution is entirely ousted. Because in that, in that case, it's a matter for the state to prosecute. So where, for instance, the internal um, investigative you know, institutions make a finding of fact that, okay, there may have been a case of you know, or an offense against the act or the laws of our country, then obvious references would have to be made to the appropriate agencies to get get involved. So, yes, it is the case that, yes, some investigation has been done. Um, people can say all kinds of things, but it is not exactly out of place. Something that happened at City FM, some ends would set up, you know, the three-member committee to investigate it. If they take the view that ABCD issues are matters that fall within the purview of the police or some other institution, they make the appropriate referen- uh, references. And then also take internal measures to deal with the matters you know, immediately within, while also investing the external sources with the appropriate authority to deal with the other matters. So, it, it is it is not entirely out of place. Of course, there are issues. If it is the case that uh, you know there's conflict of interest and all of wow. those, yes, those we can look into closely. Yeah, especially for a public entity such as this. And so, you don't think it could be appropriate to outsource that kind of investigation for a situation like this. So, ah, you so, make, so the yeah, question is, the, the place, person making the decision to constitute the committee, yes. what did he know at the time of constituting the committee? If the person had or has a role to play... The person is one of two people who has a, a unique access to the system. To the question. system, yeah. <laughs> so so it, it is a bit tricky. Let me come in. I think, again, you made a point. But, you know, the the repeated nature of this kind of situation is what calls for concern. Mm. So that is not a one of every year. Of <laughs> every year we have year, it. As we move close to this season, we know something is going to pop up. The institution of Ghana Education Service and the Ministry of Education can do whatever they want to do. But I think that the presidency has to take keen interest in an issue like this. It's education, of course. Mm-hmm. And the Ghana Education Service structure and the Ministry of Education has, they have proven time without number that they are incapable of resolving such issues. And it, it has nothing to do with the Duchum, it has nothing the system. And you are talking about CSS, well, CSS, which is a computerized system which is provided by a third party. This is the more reason the investigation, the scope should be widened beyond just an internal investigation. And indeed, what's the objective of the investigation? Now, look, in China, your own China, mm-hmm. if you are, uh, the, 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 the examination they write before you enter university, if, if you are caught <laughs> cheating, mm-hmm. you serve, as a student, you serve a jail term of not less than seven years. For, for cheating in an examination. You understand? People find this practice attractive because nobody ever gets punished yeah. hard enough. Because they know that somebody will go, oh, hey, Lipa, oh, oh, this one, don't you know his father? Oh, this one. And this is how we play the game in this country. 
examine it. Look, education at that level, as he said, is the most critical. Yeah. Look, I say that for the years that I have employed people, at times when I'm interviewing you and you start speaking, I know that you went to a good primary school, like Okui. Shots, eh? You see, so with me, I, me, I don't have a problem if you want to work on secondary. Fair enough. Work on it, but not at the expense mm-hmm. of the basic. Of the, the basic. basic. Because the basic is everything. Yep. The, the basic will come from the basic anyway. It is everything. everything. And but check out the countries who have had their basic education right. right. Finland and really. Yes. You see, so, so when you have some of these, no, of course, when I hear things like, oh, it's only the office of the minister of education that has access. I'm not thinking for one moment that is the minister who has gone to do anything. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm not thinking that way. But that proves to you, the minister, that you are not omnipresent. And things will definitely and happen things will behind definitely you. happen behind you. When we catch one person, jail the person for 10 years, the rest will run away like, Baba Samen, there's also a parental involvement in all of this. Of course! Mm-hmm. The question is, who, who, I mean, you as a parent, mm-hmm. what are you teaching your kid if you have to go to a, a bank, withdraw how much? 8,000 Ghana Because some of the parents believe that they are disadvantaged in terms of resources. Generally bringing up their children mm-hmm. where they where they have come from, uh, their geography and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's only access and to those schools. Access that will change those schools that will change their fortunes. So mm-hmm. if they have to pay to get it, look, if you don't sell, nobody will buy. Right. If there was no regime of people selling this, yes. offering this service, so will nobody pay, will yeah. take money and go and stand at Ghana Education Center that we want to come and see if we can pay money. So I'm just saying that mm-hmm. we, to, we we need to look. We need to punish people properly mm-hmm. and showcase them. That these people they were involved in me m- many 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 years when I was writing O level I remember some character came to our school that he he, he, he called something a uh, uh, computer room marks that if you pay X amount they can do change. they can change your results and some of my colleagues fell for it paid money I'm telling you hmm. me scapo ni mbeko I didn't even have their money <laughs> and people paid and all of them. Bumped mm. big time. <laughs> they bumped triumphantly. <laughs> Boom. You, you understand? Mm-hmm. One day I saw the man, not about 10 years ago, I saw him walking here on Adabaka Road here. Mm. And I said, You, this man, you see what you've done to people. You see, I'm just saying that these things have always existed. I am saying, as we speak, as we speak, somebody is planning for another one. Mm. And there are Goro boys who, have, who are experts in doing these things. Only because nobody gets punished hard enough. Hmm. It's not only the armed robber who has to be jailed forever. As for these people, you see, because they destroy the very establishment of our society. Mm-hmm. What I, I mean, somebody, 10 years, 11 years, or what did they do wrong? They just offered themselves to be schooled and educated. 
And then this is what we introduce into their life. And we sow such horrible seeds into their lives. From the very when start. they grow up. And then they, they scale it up. And yeah. they scale and it of up. Course, and then we face surprise. So I'm just saying that people should get, we, we should, look, we can't catch all of them today. If you catch one, punish them hard. I don't know what the, your, your law says. <laughs> but whatever the law is saying, we should scale it up. We should, people should be punished properly. Because this thing of uh, 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 look examination uh, leakages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's one one other. The worst situation is coming. Well, I, 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 I'm buying the paper. Leak. Let's go back yeah. a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. They all it happened all these years. Yeah. Tell me whether you know what happened to the corporates. None. Or you remember? Nobody ever remembers what what we do to these people. Unless you are telling that it's a computer that takes the physically carries the apple and goes to give people. No, no, no. Computer. <laughs> <laughs> the robot. Robot computer. <laughs> so you're saying that these things, if we don't find that we end it, it, it requires the attention of the presidency. I'm telling you. And this whole thing of... Uh, um, uh, what's the English word for it? Uh, patronizing, you know, like this man is my friend, so let's do it for This man is is from our place. Oh, this man, Ophir Krum, you know. Oh, don't you remember his father? This is what we do. This is what we do in this country. Uh, we yes, and the person has bombed. The pe- look these days too. The boys they do very well. They are blowing all A's. Or is it A's or ones? How do you people say it? What's his A's? What's his A's? B's ones. If some of the results people bring here. Hi! In fact, one day, some boy, I almost went to take my own results. It's like day and night. That's how my book. Yeah, some are doing well. But because they are disadvantaged by their circumstances, they don't get what... They, I mean, somebody is getting all A's and getting, say, English, uh, bombing in English. Mm-hmm. They don't have money to do a reset. There's more money they have. They have heard that if you go and pay something, they, they will go and pay. It's, it's sad. They will go and pay. And the person... Look, you'll be shocked. The person who did it five years ago, who offered that service... It's most likely the same person doing the same thing. And everybody knows. If you go to some of these white places and education places, they all know the people who provide such services. But nobody can talk. And we are sitting inside, they'll come and give speech. They say, oh, a a committee investigating. Committee, they will investigate. Nothing will happen. You see, and and you see, it's also very sad because we write foreign exams in this country. Is it not possible just to copy the template that they have, mm-hmm. which makes it possible for them to protect the sanctity of their papers mm-hmm. so that we can do the same in this country? People write IELTS. It doesn't leak. People write uh, ACC, all these exams that yes. they write, ICM exams. They are written here in Ghana. Have you ever heard that any of them was, 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 was leaked to anybody? So, a whole work. It's, it's Like Samir said, you see, it is because... In other places, when people do wrong, there's a consequence. In yeah. Ghana, there's no consequence. Now, it's so rampant that now even students feel that. They're entitled to Yes, did you not hear what happened at Bright, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever school, yeah. a few years ago? I have a mate who was caught up in it. And he was banged on the head or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. with an object. But it, it, it happens because... 
because there's no punishment. There's no consequence. Now, do you know why? Now, when we keep doing this, over time, all of us as a country, we suffer the consequences. Yep. Now, these days, if you are, something I've noticed, if you're applying for school, mm-hmm. they'll say provide proof of proficiency. Yeah. And they won't use what you no, 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 got from the university. They go and write some other exam or something. Because, something. because ah. the, the basics. Yeah. Because they've seen that yes. the basics are before, faulty. Before, they used to exempt Ghana. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. They used to exempt mm-hmm. Ghana in certain schools from... You remember TOEFL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Of yeah, 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 yeah. Foreign language. Yeah. Yes. Foreign language. Some schools still exempt. I a lot more are saying no. Because they know what happens here. When, you see, when these countries bring their so-called consultants to our ministries, you think they love us? <laughs> they come and fish for information on how things are done here. How bad they are. And when they go, they are not going to tell them how successful you are. They are, going to, they are going to shed all the loopholes and whether they should subscribe to your offerings or not. I'm telling you. So you ask me, how do they know? They know. Because they come and bring you consultant, which consultant will stay with you for two years, three years. And then do you say bye-bye, they do party, and then they go back. And they go and tell them, hey, this is food, they are not serious. They are just, they are dating themselves in the Ghana place. (laughs) No, but it's not just even them. I think something that also came up in my interaction with parents, because of what is happening at the basic school level Mm -hmm. and the suspicion, a lot of the secondary schools, like particularly those who are in the so-called category A level, mm-hmm. are finding ways of reassessing mm-hmm. the students who are entering their schools. Because, because they're suspicious of because, yes, because, they, because you say initially, back then when I went to school, if they put you in S1, that is elite brain, mm. so to say. Right? Because they know what they are getting in S1. But now, when they see their results... And no oh, problem. this person's got nine. They go and put the person in S1. First term result comes and it's like, no, this person cannot be S1 material. They have to apologize. They have to <laughs> apologize to somebody. <laughs> so, a lot of the schools have resorted to finding ways of re Examine. examining and sorting out the students they are getting to reassign them to classes. That's the problem we are causing at the basic level. Anyway, let me give you a couple of messages and then we can move on. Plenty uh, yep. things to do. Heritage Carbon is coming. Service is not taking <laughs> <Vano Bob. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> no, This thing here, mm-hmm. it, I need to point out, it's not a Ghana-only problem. This admission connection thing. Oh, yeah. America. America. Plenty. Most countries. Fact, but for us, yeah. we are too fragile. Mm. It will help. Look, America, they have, I'll, I'll, I'll share something with you. Mm. You know. There was one involving some big time donations. The full yeah. list of everyone who's been sentenced in the college admission scandal mm. so far. Yeah. Very popular actress was involved. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She got jailed. Yes. They will jail. You see, yes. if we that don't start doing that, yes. we can't resolve this. That's what I'm saying. There's a consequence in other places. Yeah. When you misbehave, you get punished. This one, it was Sky, this one, they say they should go and do a uh, well, committee of inquiry. Yeah, what what? Well, committee? <laughs> People have if indeed crime. there needs to be. Investigate. Give it to the police to investigate and go and do your work as director. Give it to the police. That's why the police is there. 
And today, the Ghana police today, give them one week, they'll catch the person. I don't know Sometimes they catch the people, but what do you do with the people? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that it's a system. Uh-huh. At this point, it's about investigation. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that the police is more resourced to, to be able to achieve a higher rate of success with criminal investigation. Mm-hmm. Than putting a committee of oh, yeah, inquiry. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, is that the police or OSP? You know, no OSP. But that's why to OSP. No, because of and the scale of. No, what I'm saying is that the OSP no cry. What from? This guy is even lost weight. How did us? We have inundated the OSP. The man I know fat already. The OSP. Yes, your phone you will, but I'm quite at me how. Police, <laughs> the police will go there, investigate, and catch them in the western world. Don't you see police, yeah, police enter butter. into corporations? Yeah, uh, logo, yeah. logo everybody, so you should work with them. But this is so organized. Nobody say that it's it's, 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 that thing is worrying me. I mean, you know, me and my children are not at that level, uh-huh. but I'm going to hire somebody tomorrow yeah. who may have passed through the system. The system. You, you get me, and it's very painful. It is. Mm-hmm. It's very painful. You know, somebody in in Akbarabanya, uh, uh, somebody in Akbar, yeah, Kokuy Akbarabanya is 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 in Ghana, <laughs> who is struggling with meager resources to make life better for themselves. They are str- they write the same BC paper like the person who lives in cantonments. Yep. He's never even seen a computer before. Yes. Are you write ICT exams. You understand? And then the person who lives in cantonments, because they have some small money, Bino, will go and do Kululu. They will have better access against my Akrabanya person. It's unfair. We can't build a society like that. And then fast forward 10 years, this person from Aplabanya is causing confusion and you are surprised. You have sown the seed. And we all look on because it's not happening in our homes. We think that is normal. It's not normal. It's insanity that we allow these things to happen. Nobody ever gets punished. You see, this is my word. Nobody Nobody. ever gets punished Mm -hmm. hard enough. To send a strong signal that as for this place of basic education and we'll, secondary we'll education, joke with it. It's a, you know, in the universities, because they are semi uh, autonomous in terms of management, if you mess up, they will sack you. But here, hey, and the same people, it's the same people. Yes. Well, let me read the yeah, message. It says, good morning. What Godfrey Gof- is saying is true. The children in private schools are suffering through no fault of theirs. If you attend a private school and obtain a grade 10 in the BEC, you will not get into a grade A school. But if you get 25 in a public school, you will be placed there. If it's solely based on grace, why should this happen? Now, parents in private schools have found a way around it. They register their children in Form 3 in public schools to write the BEC. And their children get into Category A schools, no matter the grade they get. The head teachers in the public schools eagerly take their children from the private schools because they come prepared. Hmm. Um, good morning. Uh, hmm. Government generally fail to produce quality, and that is where the private school stepped in. Now, it says quality doesn't matter. Just be in a public school and do fairly well, and that is all. What should be done is to mark out schools in the private communities, whether government or private, and give them the quota if we are to bridge the gaps. Why give a good public school probably in Accra another quota? We seem not to be very thoughtful in our educational policies. Fairly not thoughtful. The same trimming goes for the implementation of the free senior high school. We have a lot to do. This is coming from Isaac. Hello, CTC. 
City CBS, I agree with Godfrey. I used to work in a bank in Ghana. You could clearly see that tertiary education needs to be investigated. These students come to withdraw money and they can't even hmm. complete withdrawal slips. Um, good morning, uh, City from Tema. So parents are paying between 8000 to 20000 to enjoy free HHS. Mm. Ah, well. The irony. Um, good morning, guys. Everything education is not an avenue for corruption in Ghana. From placements through buffer stock procurements to school feeding. I am tired. Kofi from Amasaman says, The right from the education of the free senior school, this government has been obsessed with the PR aspect of the policy, rather than the quality or otherwise of it. That is why they will attack anyone who wants to point out the problems with some of the policies. To be honest, I think the quality of our educational system has retrogressed significantly in the past 67 years. Definitely our kids, the future of our kids is in serious danger at the expense of these policies. Um, good morning, um, guys. My daughter wrote that just ended BEC and her result is in. In fact, she had 12. So I spoke to my neighbor, who is a GS staff, regarding my daughter's results and her first choice school. In, and her advice was that my daughter will not get into her first choice school. And if I want to get her there, I should come up with 7,000 Ghana CDs. Wow, Chris hmm. from Tema. Hmm. Um, then this person talks about the scandal Samens was talking about with uh, U.S. schools and how they were arrested and prosecuted. Hmm. There's still the City Breakfast Show. Your comments are welcome on 0549-986-996. We'll get into a very interesting conversation about cannabis in a few minutes. But let's, uh, let's, let's do a few things. Now, if you are planning your next adventure, remember it's not just the destination, it's how you get there. And on Emirates, you can dine on gourmet meals inspired by regional cuisine. And of course, you can expect world-class service every step of the way from Emirates' award-winning cabin crew. Find out more at emirates.com. So wherever you decide to fly, fly better on Emirates. Now, how important is your health to you? How often do you visit a health facility? Visit Vigdank Healthcare, a Ghana Health Service certified healthcare center that specializes in kidney stones, hepatomegaly, hypertension, fatty liver treatment, among others. Vigdank Healthcare uh, specializes in using 100% natural medicine in all treatments. Visit them on the Spintex Road behind the Standard Chartered Bank. You can also get to them on the phone on 0549-951-211 or 0502-661-346. World Bank, Ghana is faced with 12% youth unemployment and more than 50% underemployment. In addition to that, observers generally agree that Ghana's youth are ill-prepared for the world of work and only 38 out of 100 school children will transition to the next level of the academic ladder. Will you sit unconcerned or will you contribute to solve the problem? Your donation of only one Ghana CD a day will support Lead Freak International to train underserved school children for free. Donate to 549 274728 or on Chango at Leader Freak International. Together we can change the future of Ghana one student at a time. And as of January 1st, 2023, property rate payments must be made electronically through myassembly.gov.gh using mobile money, Visa or MasterCard, or checks payable to myassembly.gov.gh. Cash payments, paper bills, and arrears letters should not be paid. Property rate payers should register on myassembly.gov.gh to access their bills, pay on account, and lodge complaints. Hard copy paper, that's the general counterfoil receipts, are not valid for property rate payments, and payments should not be made to anyone 
outside of myassembly.gov.gh. Property rate is a development tax. Pay now. Call 0302-756-820 for inquiries. The Soda City Breakfast Show will take a very, very quick break. When we come back, we have more for you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Bet365 is now officially available in Ghana. My G, if you're the love sports, there's no better way to get a piece of the action. Build your own personalized bet with Bet Builder and select from popular markets on the biggest sports. You fit make multiple selections within a single match. For example, in football, you can choose first goal scorer and both teams to score to create your bet. Charlie, visit the official site at bet365.com.gh. Over 18 only. Terms and conditions apply. Please gamble responsibly. Hey, nowadays, gyms are in the air, oh. Aren't you concerned? Concerned about what? About the children, of course. In times like this, they sneeze, cough, and fall ill just like that. This is why we need to give our children and ourselves a fighting chance with the maximum protection of Dettol Soap. Dettol Soap not only refreshes you, but it can be used for bathing and washing hands. So keep calm, get Dettol Soap. Dettol protects from up to 100 illness causing germs. Dettol is endorsed by the Ghana Registered Nurses and Midwives Association. This advert is approved. Are you an entrepreneur in the formal or informal sector between 16 and 55 years? Are you seeking an opportunity to fund and grow your business? Say no more. I Am Investable is here to make your dream come true. Join the I Am Investable Business Initiative now and receive up to 50,000 cities grant, mentorship and support to grow your business. To participate, send a summary of 250 words about your business or a two-minute video of you telling us why your business is viable and investable. A processing fee applies. Pitch your business to success today. Visit IamInvestable.com for more details. Terms and conditions apply. I am Investable, empowering innovative businesses for growth. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Warning. Sergeant General Wands. Cigarette smoking is dangerous. Dangerous. Hazard. Yes, the city does marijuana.
Welcome back. It's seven after nine on the, on the city breakfast show. We are blazing in the yard. That's why they kill me. They legalize it. They say no more smoking. Peter Tosh. Peter Tosh. Peter, Tosh. Peter Winston McIntosh. <laughs> yeah, man. They say the Surgeon General warns <laughs> that cigarette smoking is dangerous, hazard, hazard to your health, <laughs> but <laughs> legalize. <laughs> Now let me say good morning to Skeledred. <laughs> because Skelly do some shows, Skelly Skelly say Skelly no smoking in the yard. They put no cap because Skelly. Because they put the knees on it. Well, you know, two, two days ago. Uh-huh. I call it Fred Duo. So he was on this story. Now the story is on citynewsroom.com. Uh, uh, the story says the Narcotics Control Commission, first it was the Narcotic Control Board, has destroyed the largest quantity of cannabis weighing about 50 tons intercepted since 2021 with a market value of 50 million CDs. Mm. So when you value that, 50 million CDs. The street value. Already. Street value. Now, the seized cannabis was mainly intercepted from the Eastern and Volta regions through intelligence gathering efforts by operatives. Okay? The story says, speaking to City News, the public affairs director of NACOC, Francis Opoku Amwa, said efforts were being made to curb the illicit trade and the use of the prohibited substance until such a time when the country was ready to legalize it. He maintained that five people were currently standing trial for engaging in cannabis trade. Okay, and um, he says, quote, for now, pay our laws, it is illegal. And I'm also sure that you are aware and know that our new laws, Act 10, um, Section 43, was going to make sure we get people licensed to cultivate hemp. But as we speak now, the Supreme Court has put a break on it. So we are waiting for the review and we'll see if we can get people to cultivate it. Um, end quote. Now, the Drug Enforcement Authority country attaché um, of the U.S. Embassy in Ghana, Scotty Christian, who participated in the exercise, said in a statement that the department, quote, was working collaboratively with our Ghanaian counterparts through the USDA, and they helped destroy approximately 55 metric tons of illicit drugs, including marijuana, hashish, and cat. End quote. So. Uh, so that was a story from two days ago. This happened on the eighth of February, and there, if you go, if you go through the story, there are pictures of you know the stash being burned. The question I ask is that when they were burning it, like did you know those there were they fine? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I know if you lighted some something, but anyway, no, <laughs> some might have been happy to be there. <laughs> I mean, some might have been very happy. <laughs> you know, I don't know if better say that you know that we should just do a, a retro check on Fredro to see if you know. <laughs> yeah. But maybe now he's fine. As in accidental inhalation. <laughs> yeah. Accidental. <laughs> no, but, but but you know we are laughing about it. But it's a very interesting topic because. Godfrey, you you were giving us the value. The, you mentioned, if my memory says, two hundred and eight billion dollars. Yes. That's the by value 2028, by twenty twenty eight. Two hundred billion. Now, the conversation about this is very controversial. Yes. Um, I think 
even here at City, I think a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, a documentary was yes, commissioned documentary. to look at the pros and cons of this. And there was a lot of pushback, if I'm not mistaken, you know, because... Oh, at City? No, I mean, uh, when we, gen- uh, the, gen- from the yeah. general public. Yes. In terms of audience re- response to it, there's a lot of pushback because, like, hey, why are you, is why are you pushing this agenda? It wasn't an agenda; it was a very balanced piece of work. No, if what you if it, it were? No, I'm just saying, even from what my perspective. What if it were an agenda? <laughs> you know, Godfrey, I have no apologies for such an agenda. The world is leaving us behind. The white people who came and told us that cannabis is wrong, no, they did. They found a way of using it. To their own benefit and profit. And we are still sitting here. Just messing ourselves around. On this issue of cannabis. 2023. And you, you mean. There's no other use that we could put. The so called 50 million. Is it 50, 50 million? million 50 million cities worth of cannabis. There, there's no other use. And the only, only use was to burn it. Only look. I never saw the story, but yesterday, I think in the morning sometime, a very a very old um, supervisor of mine, kind of my first employment uh, as an IT person, mm-hmm. my, my, my boss at the time, <laughs> sent me the story and said that, sometimes check this out. I remember you guys did a documentary on CCTV, and that's what brought my attention to this. Mm-hmm. And I was asking... What kind of wisdom is leading us in this country on some of these things? 2023, we get marijuana, 50 million cities worth, and we burn it and we are happy. We are happy because we feel we, it, it comes with a moral triumph. It's like we tear upon Samsung. No, we are not. We are retrogressing. Because the countries that set these standards, they, they have found another way of making use of the same resource. How many other things do we say is immoral, is no good, and yet every day people say it, people do it? Sky, is prostitution allowed in Ghana? <laughs> no, the no, law it's says it's you can't do it. According to the law, yeah, yeah. but according to the practice, <laughs> <laughs> people are even have set up, you know, they, they, are, they are using their own homes and other places for it. You get me? And I'm just saying that, but this marijuana thing, it's like marijuana is the easy target for everybody to show that they are morally upright. We are not saying that allow people to smoke weed and misbehave if, if that's what it is. We are saying that this marijuana thing, it needs a proper conversation so that we can redirect its usage. And if it means that we should get into marijuana plantation as a country, because to get 50 million cities worth, no, it means that the thing is thriving somewhere. Let me, let, 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 let me, let me give you some. This is from the United Nations Council. Right? In 2019, they said 3.8 million tons of hemp and its products, including hemp flour, oil, seed, cake, meal, CBD extract, and fiber, raw or processed, were exported globally. The equivalent of 4.5 billion pounds. Hmm. Right? So, so per, per, per these numbers, it just tells you that other people have found ways of using it to their own benefit. Now, the document goes on to say that 
the main exporter currently is India, and India accounts for one million tons of exports per year. See, Sky, look at our 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 friends uh, the weather in Ghana. Lots of things that we try exporting. The least delay at the airport, everything perished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From oranges to pineapples to... <laughs> if in Tampi delays for three days, will it perish? <laughs> no, because it, we've already dried it. <laughs> so, no, I'm just saying that we should go back to this conversation. I'm telling you, because it's free. We are suffering as a country. We don't have money. And the thing is sitting here. It's money. And, and it's money. So let's find a way of creating proper value out of it. Strengthening the regulations. Yes, that's, that's also Strengthening the regulations. I mean, haven't we seen times, or have we witnessed times that, uh, uh, in Tampe has been, in Tampe for, for, for people, that's my one, but my one, I don't, that is too, it's a mouthful. Bekui. 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 That's the airway word for we. Yeah, Bekui. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find a way. Today, we should find a way. We should revisit this conversation. Where did it get to the other time? Okay. Parliament? So, yes, Parliament, you know, amended the Narcotic Commission, uh, the law that operates within that space, and inserted a provision which made it possible for the minister to now issue licenses for purposes of allowing commercial production of mm-hmm. a setting grade of of mm-hmm. of the. Uh, Taffy, how do you call it? Hem. Abo, abo, yeah, hem. Abosam Tower. No, no, I want, I want to mention the... The Abosam Tower. Yeah, On the light on how do they even come by something? Abosam Tower. No, because, I mean, in the olden days, you have snuff and these things. That say, tawa, you know what Tower is? Oh, actually, yeah. tobacco. Tobacco. Tobacco, yeah, evil. Evil. So they are Asana. trying to say so that, that, that it's, it's evil. evil. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's Satan's tobacco. Uh-huh. <laughs> that if you are going to use it in that way, then that's a problem. Uh-huh. So, so what happened mm-hmm. was that Parliament passed the law amending the relevant section. And then a gentleman, Ezwame, um, went to court to say that what Parliament did was unconstitutional. And that they had sinned against not only the constitution, the letter and spirit of the constitution, but also the generality of our beliefs collectively as a people. Because, of course, there is a, a certain societal aversion, generally, mm-hmm. if you like, towards um, mm. um, um, this, this, this substance. Um, so the Supreme Court actually was split on the matter. Uh, but the majority took the view that yes, his case was properly made, and that Parliament did not follow the right procedure in 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 amending uh, the session as to include commercial production of of um, marijuana uh, uh, as part of the things you can lawfully do in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Now, what exactly was the concern? If you look at the the the, the constitution, before you pass a law as a government, there's a procedure that is generally followed. That procedure is also to get the buy-in of the good people of Ghana. So there's a requirement that if there's an existing law that you want to amend, you should come with a memorandum. Which memorandum would tell the people of Ghana, these are the, 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 the things you want to cure about the existing law. And once that is clearly laid out, 
and the law or the bail is gazetted, people of Ghana can then go and look at the bail and say that, oh, what the government is saying is true or not true. So they can also make their own input. The whole idea is to get the citizens involved, get, you know, the Christian community, get the Islamic community, the traditionalists, everybody, the chiefs will get involved and say, okay, this is good. Or other interested parties, including, you know, professionals in the space, mm-hmm. what they have to say. So they also submit their memos to parliament subsequently when the matter comes before the house. Now, the contention of the guy was that, Mr. Ezwama, was that parliament did not do this. Uh, although the bill originated from the executive, Parliament on its own allowed for some of these things to be inserted without having a thorough debate, without the people of Ghana getting involved. And therefore, they passed a law on the blind side of the people of Ghana, sinning therefore against the letter and spirit of the Constitution, which required a certain level of public debate, discussion, and mm-hmm. all of that. And because, you know, this is a very controversial subject. I mean, those days when we were in secondary school, your mom would tell you, don't make a very no You know, when we were saying that we were not poor people, we wanted to be with the Don't go play with any dry leaves. I'm an international register. So, so, so consistently we were told that no, don't get close to it. And when you see people doing it, Charlie, pass somewhere. So, so that informed the suit that was filed. And the Supreme Court took the view that yes, this is so fundamental a shift in the law. And therefore, the the, 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 the the parliament got it wrong. So they struck, you know, the court struck down that provision in the law. So as we speak, you cannot grow it commercially. But they should they should do it again, do it properly. <laughs> uh-huh. So you see, that is where the pushback is likely to come. So the Christian community, they see, hey, they should, they should, see the thing yeah. is that the Christian community is not going to wake up and determine what will bring revenue to the country. Mm-hmm. You are, you have offered yourself as the leaders of the country. Mm-hmm. It, and it's, it, it behoves on them to sell the benefits and the value that we, we are, we stand to accrue mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. this marijuana as, as, as a, as a plant. Mm-hmm. You see, what I'm saying is that there are lots of other plants we grow in can- this country that have damaging health effects Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. we consume them, but nobody has banned them. Mm-hmm. Mm. But marijuana has been given a bad name since we were all kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like you just said. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't even know what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that where we are in a global competitiveness, no, anything that you can do as a country that can earn you forex, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, I don't see why not. And we are waiting for the, 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 the right regulation. Yes. Mm. I mean, to go and destroy 50 million worth yeah. when we, you see, see the number of schools that need just even 100,000 cities to build a, 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 a classroom block. The concern is also that if you go into commercial production, because it's almost always difficult to distinguish properly which grade is which. Some people can look at the experts when they look at it can mm-hmm. tell. Oh, yeah. Is it only in Ghana that we don't know how to determine which grade is which? <laughs> so, so as for the other countries, they are bad. So, so, so the concern is also that because we do not have the institutions we do. capable of properly distinguishing. We do. 
sure we can. That do. I can tell you, we do. Our In CS this country, regulations. No, no, no. I'm talking about the scientific institutions. Figuring yeah, out the right yes, thing to grow. Standards Authority, FDA, yes. they can do it. Yeah, but you have to uh, replicate that across all the 260 districts that we have in the country. And, is and that create the institutional framework. No, is that how it's done elsewhere? That's all I'm asking. Oh, yeah, there has to be a policing arrangement. No, but what, the point is that mm. it has to start from somewhere. We can mm-hmm. start by, by crafting enclaves. Because we can't supervise it everywhere, we can say that, okay... okay. Central region, this is the area that is demand because we can supervise it. Voter region, this uh-huh. is the area that you know. And if you follow the if you follow the reportage, mostly you find these things happening in the eastern and voter region. So clearly you so have an idea of where because the climate there is good. Is good. So we need to look at what we stand to to gain out to of gain out of it so we can regulate it. Hmm. But, but can there be an agreement on which one we should grow? Don't no, give us the types. Okay. I was trying to give us the types. But I think the problem, man, God, God, friend, <laughs> also has to do with. And yesterday, when we we're having this conversation during production, I lost keep brushing this up. Mm. The problem a lot of countries have, and that we also have. Mm-hmm. Yes, the conversation around legalization of it always leaves out the small person. So, for instance, the voter region grows mm-hmm. the yeah. a mm-hmm. lot more than most places in this country. Who grows it? The it's the indigenous yeah. local people. Some of the people, yeah. But even if you look at the law that was passed, the law that was passed here, <laughs> that was thrown out, it did not deal with the local. It dealt with big corporate no, so that's exactly the point I was making. Uh-huh. That so there was no the, engagement of no, not that. So we ended up passing an approval mm-hmm. that was going to benefit big business uh-huh. and criminalize it for for, for the small for Mama Gwekwi. Generally, that has been the big problem a lot of the countries are facing, because most of the approvals have been for scientific. And medicinal, medicinal industrial and, and, and industrial research that is what the permits are for the only two, there are only two countries in the world that have complete decriminalization of all processes that's uruguay mm. and that's canada now if you look at the travel preparatoire mm-hmm. for the uruguay mm-hmm. decriminalization for instance they were like look they just got they got to the point where they were tired of everybody sneaking in and it had become big business so they were like look let's level the ground everybody can do it mm-hmm. Now, most countries have had the conversation at the level of decriminalizing for consumers. Recreational use. Uh-huh. So, you could actually just grow it in your house. Mm-hmm. and For your own, for your own use. And yeah. smoke it and do whatever. They would smile. If that part, if it's part of that growing, you know compound house. <laughs> you got a compound house. Where we share everything. If you can do it in your house, in a compound, you'll grow a forest. <laughs> So, there there have been several conversations, but Mm -hmm. ultimately, the big point that comes to the fore from what Samens also said is countries have moved on that 1961 convention that they went to sign. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are still holding on to it fast without even being willing to consider a certain level of debate about it, Mm -hmm. which is where the issue is. Open up your minds. People have found ways around this. 
America is still contentious. Some states have legalized it. Some states have not legalized it. But what most states have done, and I don't know if we have done, what most states have done is to sit down and calculate how much money they can make from it, which is where the debate comes from. And I guess that's the ultimate point Samens is making. Mm -hmm. In this day and age, almost every country has sat down, those who deal with this, and calculated how much. I'll give a typical example. So the last German election, um, one of the parties, the Greens, campaigned heavily along with their uh, coalition partners, mm-hmm. along the lines of legalizing cannabis. Okay. Now, I'll show you. I'll sh- let me see if I... I'll find the numbers. The Green Party of all parties. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yes, this, I found the numbers. So, they did a couple... They did a study and says, this is how much it will cost, back and forth. So, uh, they will raise 4.7 billion euros, tax coffers. That's how much. And that includes one... Out the 4.7 includes a billion euros in savings from the police and prisons and judges because they spend a lot of money prosecuting people, mm-hmm. jailing people, mm-hmm. carrying out trials for said people. So once that process is gone, they save a billion. Mm-hmm. That goes into the economy. It was part of the calculation that was done. So in the scheme of things, how much does it cost us in Ghana to prosecute, arrest, and do those things here? Is it something that we can, is it money that we could better spend in other avenues mm-hmm. considering this? It's a conversation to be had. They looked at, um, the tax revenue on that was 1.7 billion euros. Uh, they estimated 20,000 jobs mm-hmm. for people who were selling. That's if they put the structures in place, new jobs, 20,000 within a certain time frame, which is the same number of jobs for people working in what they call brown coal, which is something that a process they are trying to shut down. So if there are 20,000 people working in an industry they are trying to shut down and they can find 20,000 jobs for people in in another another avenue, that is the level of conversation that is being had. It is not a religious conversation. It is not uh, moral. It's not a conversation about morality. It's a conversation about economic growth, pros and cons. So I think the debate, I I welcome the debate. Mm -hmm. Okay, I welcome the debate. I think it should be hard. Mm -hmm. It's a very healthy one. Why do we attach market value to a product that we are burning? Why? Because we know that there is value to it. Other than that, Wait, what, what can you answer? Other than that, <laughs> we'll just have put. No, Sky, let's let's consume this one. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, why are you telling us how much it's burn it? All you are doing is to burn it. You know, it's worth something. Yeah, but no, no, but you see, that is the general practice. So no, but I'm telling you. No, 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 I understand. You see, because even if you go to the hard, you know, which is the coke space, mm-hmm. again. Street value is attached to it. Yeah. You understand? Arguments get made that why not commercialize it? Mm-hmm. You know? So, so the danger is the possibility that you might compromise your own national security, compromise the future of your youth. Because as with many things in this country, what we've been talking about, commercialize or allow commercial use of motorbikes so that people can use it to convey mm-hmm. people from mm-hmm. one place mm-hmm. to the other. The argument is made. The law says, don't do it. But as we speak, people are doing it, right? And we are spending a lot of money at the Kolebu Emergency Center treating cases which ordinarily we should not be treating with in the accident space. 
people whose legs have been chopped off by road crashes and all of that are occupying beds that should be reserved for other, you know, very okay. important matters within the space. So, I, I identify with those who argue that, yes, we should have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But the fear of the conservative person is that, look, when you go into this space... The, the the problems that come with it, the mental health issues that come with it, abuse and all of that, create a good reason why we should keep the lead, you know, firmly. But isn't tied that even that. more of a reason to have a dialogue so that those concerns but can be you know what? addressed? You, I heard you say mental health. You went to the hospital and they told you that a, 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 a good number of the people there are because of marijuana. No, I mean, there are academic papers that, in fact, yesterday I was just reading, I read an academic report Uh that suggested that even within our space, Uh it's unlawful use. It's (laughs) causing causing a lot of these um, secondary school students to think about, you know, committing suicide. That is why we need to have that conversation. Where we touch on all is a dangerous thing. Well, of to course, do. anything yeah. on law. But we are saying that let's revisit the conversation, bring proper structures, mm-hmm. and let's look at what we can derive from this thing, which is value to the country. Mm-hmm. That's all we are asking for. Mm-hmm. We are not saying that as things stand, let people start using and and blowing in tampi <laughs> and you know. But I'm, I just said that mm-hmm. this thing of. Um, marijuana is what causes people to be mad. Now that thing is is a broken record. It's yeah. it's been done, said, said, said. But there are other uh, 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 what do you call it? studies that show something beyond this oversimplified thing of. I mean, there are other things that are making people mad. <laughs> Why haven't we banned those things? Let me just read. So yesterday when I read the paper, when I read the paper yesterday, Bridget Jugbenuku sent me a comment. She said that the suicidal correlation is not intended suicide. Cannabis makes people hallucinate and think they are invisible or immortal. Invincible. They think you yeah, are invincible or yeah, child primary school proper. Oh. <laughs> they think, for example, that they can fly. Or if they are on a story building, the ground looks close or closer and they feel they can also step down. So they attempt these and at the end of the day, something... And, the, and this academic material you are reading from? No, no, no. I read an academic No, but what so you are reading No, no. Bridget is responding Well, this is that. a secondary school vibe. This is what we heard when we were in secondary school, that when you smoke weed, then <laughs> I read. When you see your teacher, then you want to slap the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bridget, me and me, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hallucinogen. No, 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 no. no. Somebody says that everybody, let everybody smokes weed. He has to hallucinate. No, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, you know, you see... Sky, Sky do you have friends who smoke weed? Me, yeah, I, I Abroad, know, not here. I know people who smoke weed. <laughs> did they, did, were they attacking no, you? No, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you see, were I, they attacking no, no, you? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, <laughs> okay. You see, the reason is that we, we all receive foreign materials no, or substances yes. into our body <laughs> differently. Yes, that's true. So, I mean, it it is not a good practice to be dismissive of the idea no, no, that no, no, no. some people receive it and treat di- differently. For instance, well, alcohol. That's just, no, that's a fact. Uh-huh. That's some a people fact. take alcohol and may not, you know, have they, not all they can drink a whole bottle. And that's that's happens. Take but one it's a fact. Uh-huh. You see, so, so, so the point, the point is that 
Yes, an academic paper took a view, having done a proper yeah, research. Yeah. Of course, you can always have an, another academic paper which would say something to the contrary. That's true. Now, at the end of the day, it is about convergence of... of uh-huh. That's why we are saying so that we, we find a middle ground. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's important to play up... Which is what we are doing. All yeah. I'm saying is uh-huh. that this old storyline of... Uh, marijuana only makes people mad. Mm-hmm. We should take a second look, look at it. At it. Because me, I have not smoked marijuana before. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Accra New Town. Mm-hmm. Accra yeah. New Town here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> From the north side, a certain Popo Day there, <laughs> south Popo Day, west, east, everywhere, and Tampi, all, all over. Do you understand? So I'm only saying that uh-huh. where we are, the conversation has of, to go. The beyond, conversation yeah. has to go beyond it That's to make true. you. Even if it's such that it will make you mad, we are not saying that we should legalize no. so people will smoke it. Mm-hmm. We are not even looking at the smoking bit. What we can do to generate revenue for this country because we are failing. Our cocoa is failing. Our cocoa is failing. Galamse is killing everything. Oil is not providing the whole life. And the marijuana is is blossoming elsewhere. And we are seeing countries enjoying from this marijuana boom. So I'm saying that, okay, let's let's not even talk about the smoking. Let's talk about what we can do to earn dollar revenue in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? The marijuana too. People mix it with other things. Yeah, I mean they, mm-hmm. they, they have yes. buku to uh, you know pito and all kinds of. No, 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 Something happened in one of the schools where some three boys went to smoke weed, mm-hmm. and then they started seeing <laughs> s- ghosts or something. Yeah, yeah, right. Started running yeah, everywhere. Yeah, right. You understand? So if people mix it, if you don't regulate it, this is what is going to happen because everybody has to hide and do it. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. the conversation there we don't we don't we don't have to stop. We should keep having the conversation. Right. There's still the city breakfast show. <laughs> Your messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, we have more exciting stuff for you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS.
This is still the City Breakfast Show. Now, if you are planning your next adventure, remember that the destination, yes, is great. But how you get there is equally important. That's why on Emirates, they make sure that you enjoy your flight if you are moving from point A to point B. You get to enjoy great meals and you get to get um, great service from the Emirates award-winning cabin crew. So wherever you decide to fly, fly better on Emirates. Find out more at emirates.com. Now, a month of March is Heritage Month. We do all kinds of interesting things, amazing things. We talk a lot of things Ghana. So we talk Ghanaian history, Ghanaian culture. And in that, we talk about Ghanaian food. We visit the country. We go on a heritage caravan. And um, it will be happening between March 4 and March 11. And we are saying it again. It's sold out. So for those who had plans of calling me this weekend to ask if there was a spot, there are no spots. All the spots are taken. If you have your spots, great. Pack your bags and let's get ready to go because it will be fun. It will be wonderful. Um, Sometimes another year is here and um, people are ready to go on the caravan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other day you were highlighting some of the interesting things, interesting plenty, plenty, we'll plenty, plenty. I mean, look, uh, what what we we took a decision not to be overexcited about <laughs> this thing, and what I mean is we had to cut down the number of buses. I see. We had to because you know not many hotels have the capability of um, hosting two hundred heads at a time. And um, we have a hotelier here, so he will tell us, you educate us better. And so, and as you move farther away from, from the south, it becomes even more uh, complicated. So we had to um, enrich the experience and not uh, trouble people by overloading. Mm. So we, we still maintain three buses instead of the four or five buses that we do. So three STC long buses and then a few pickups and, 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 and V8s or uh, land cruisers uh, for the support staff. So that's how it looks like this year. Mm. Um, and one of the um, hotels that we'll be visiting um, in the early stages of this trip is the Royal St. Chi mm-hmm. Hotel. Royal St. Chi Hotel. Yeah. So yeah, um, we have we have Emmanuel uh, Kojo Mensan. He is a sales. Uh, he is with sales and marketing at Royal St. Chi. Emmanuel, uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, sir. Great, great, great <laughs> stuff. So, uh, like Samen said, very early on the caravan, we'll be visiting Royal St. Chi. Um, how excited are you to partner partner with us on on this year's Heritage Caravan? <laughs> Very easy question if you ask me because, um, <laughs> This is City um, FM for crying out loud uh, um, Per my estimation I think this is like the most loved um, English station In True the that. country right now I, I don't know True what that. everybody else thinks But for me you know, And we've done our checks and um, research And we know that um, The kind of people that visit Royal Sinchi Are the kind of people that listen to um, um, City So it was easy You know um, People work in the same space, same feather. Why not? So we decided mm. to partner with you. Great. Because it brings a lot to bear on, on our business. I positively. see. It, it was very easy to say yes <laughs> to, to the Extremely proposal. Extremely easy. <laughs> Extremely easy. Relationship notwithstanding. But, yeah. I mean, for us, it made business sense um, because it's, it's the same 
the, the listenership is the same crowd that will also come to, to places like St. Jesus. Yes, mm. Mm. it was easy. All right, so the Heritage Caravan, it's it's kind of a, a trip through Ghana's history as well as recreational, yeah, etc. Ghana's culture and all. The Royal St. Jesus, uniquely situated. Talk to us about how you merge history and pleasure and how Heritage Caravan patrons are going to enjoy themselves on that trip at St. Chi. Well, um, for us, if you look at the Royal St. Chi facility itself in terms of architecture and the decor and um, everything is, is situated in, in tradition yeah. and you can't separate tradition from history because for a lot of the things that we, we find traditional, um, was situated in history at a point because somebody decided mm-hmm. I want to do X, Y, Z. So you look at our, 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 our touch, for example, you know, that's an, that's, that's an experience you can only get when you go to um, the hinterland, you know. So for a hotel of this standard, blending modernity, you know, and um, this traditional architecture, mm-hmm. I think that is history to a large extent, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's the way I Preservation of it, yeah. mm-hmm. the artifacts exactly. that are there yes, as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And you go to our rooms, um, you, you have, we have stools, you know, ahengwa proper. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of art and all that. That's that is true. all, that's true. Um, I mean, Ghanaian. So, yes, for me, that's it. Mm. Mm. Wonderful. Nice I wish I were coming. It is. I've been there. I've been there twice. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. an absolutely thrilling experience. Every time I've been there, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely gorgeous. So, someone's mentioned, you know, accommodating 200 pages. Three buses. I mean, you're, <laughs> Oh, definitely, yeah, you definitely have. So I mean, how many? For that. So that's equivalent to what? One fifty. Yeah, about yeah. thereabouts. About yeah, mm-hmm. thereabouts. Um, plus yeah. the support staff. Mm-hmm. So and has that kind of accommodation oh. muscle. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, um, we, we actually eighty four rooms in total. Mm. Um, I, there are a lot, a number of um, double um, bookings, bookings as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, double occupancy bookings. Yeah. Thank you very much. So um, we, we decided to keep it like that. He yeah. made a very interesting point about um, beds in Ghana. It's it's not interesting. Um, we are not up there in terms of the number of rooms that um, is required for things like this. Mm. And so, but for us, because of what we are selling, the niche market, so we decided to keep it like that. People say, "Oh, Charlie, add more rooms to Saint yeah. and all that." But <laughs> we, we we don't want a situation where the place gets too crowded. You know, if you come to Saint Chi for eighty-four rooms, interestingly. Uh, the place can be full and you still feel like you're alone. Yeah, you, you understand? Because mm-hmm. it's 35 acres of land, it's lush greenery so that you can just relax. So that's our, that's, that's our style and that's how we want to keep it. Mm. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful stuff there. So it's, it's all part of our heritage. So, I mean, so just take listeners through the journey that moves them from Accra to St. and how it, it comes together. Okay, so we start from Accra and then we move to the Volta region ah. on day one. Um, and then from the Volta region, we come and sleep in um, Akosobo. So we spend the night mm-hmm. at Sinchi. I mean, we'll sleep there. Mm-hmm. But in the evening, they would jam us. Would to jam. I see. Yeah. So, so that's part of it. So, like, it's very early. Oh, yeah. It's very yeah, early. Yeah, on that's on the, the intro. The, the intro. intro. And you know, the yeah. intro has to make a proper statement. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, no, 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 no wonder we are at Sinchi for that matter. <laughs> I mean, we, we as an organization, we started using Sinchi many, many, yes, many years indeed, ago. Indeed, many, yes. many years ago. Even before the new one was built. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the old one. Yes. We used to do all our programs there. So we have a history with them and it's been, it's been, it's been amazing. 
So from Sinchi, we moved to, you know, the Eastern region. Okay. Uh, sorry, the Ashanti region. Ashanti. And then from Ashanti region, we moved to Upper East region. Hmm. From Upper East region, we come back to the Northern region. From the Northern region, we go to Bono region. From Bono region, we go to Western region. Okay. From Western region, we go to Central region. And then we come back to Greater Accra. But we'll be doing stops in other regions. So we'll go through the Savannah region, for instance. We'll go through Western North region. We'll go through um, some other regions in between. So in all, we are trekking through 13 regions. 13 of the 16. Yes, 13 regions. Experiencing what they eat, what they drink, and how they live their lives. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, it, it's it's great. It should be fun. Imano, for, for, for those who will be on the trip, what should they expect when they arrive at Royal Sinch? What kind of experience will you give them? <laughs> I have a feeling everybody here in the studio can really talk about Royal Sinch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me just do my thing. I mean, like I said a moment ago, for us, it's about serenity. That's what we sell. I mean, so, yes, you realize you're going to have to go to um, Volta Region, Amajofe, I think. Mm-hmm. To go and experience a few things before they come back. So for us, come back, have a really good meal, listen to really good music, yeah. and relax, mm-hmm. and, and prep for the and journey for the next day. Because mm-hmm. it's just a beginning. We don't want to burden people too much. They'll get too tired. So mm-hmm. for us, that's it: serenity, comfort, and um, lush greenery. That's mm. it. Wonderful, wonderful. Great way to relax after your trip back from the. Well, do you have any programs coming up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. So, um, first and foremost, I'd like to talk about uh, the month of love for us, uh-huh. if you permit me. Um, we, we know that Valentine is, is a Tuesday. I don't know why mm-hmm. Valentine never falls on, on the weekend. Because it will be too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and so for us, for because of our, where we are located, sometimes it's difficult for people to move, you know, um, on a Tuesday mm. from um, Accra and wherever to come and relax. And so... Um, it's happening the whole month of, of, of February. It's mm, only okay. it's only two thousand CDs at St. for night for the whole month of February. That's okay. that's less than two hundred dollars if you ask me. So mm. I know you have some two hundred dollars stacked somewhere <laughs> in your wallet. You know, just go and pull that and then bring your loved one. I mean I mean it could be your mother, yes. Um, a parent. Give somebody a treat for the whole month of February. And there's good food as well. I mean there's a Valentine's menu. Which is um, 300 CDs um, per head, you know, for a two course um, dinner or 390 for a three course dinner, you know. I see. So it's running through the whole month of February. Just just call us and let's, let's make it happen for you. Okay. Most importantly, though, on the 4th is when the Heritage Caravan comes to. Yes, 4th March. Royal St. Chief. Mm-hmm. On the 5th, you know, Monday is a holiday. And so on the 5th, which is a Sunday, I have a special package. Mm. 2,500 cities, bed, breakfast, and dinner for a couple. I and, see. and there's good music there as well. There's very good music when you, when you come to St. G on, on, that, um, on that Sunday, the 5th. So come and celebrate independence mm-hmm. with us. Um, for when that, that Sunday, March 5th. That Sunday, yes, that Mar- Sunday, March okay. 5th. Because Charlie, on, on the March 4th, the Amaji Wafa. Okay, so, 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 so how will it work? So somebody arrives, say, on the 4th, let's say 4th evening mm-hmm. or 4th no, so, so, so this would or be arrive on, in the morning. On the 5th. On the 5th. The Sunday. So, so they should come in the morning. Yes, you can come in the morning. Because so, 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 Monday is a holiday. I see. So you can always just come and spend a night. And it's, it's I mean, I, I, um, 
the normal rate at Sinchi, I, I know you know it's about $3,360 mm-hmm. yeah. and all that. Mm. So if I'm giving you bed, breakfast, and dinner, that's that's a really good deal, yeah. and it's it's worth for, for, for every the, dime for the fifth of March. It's worth every dime. Oh, so for this particular thing, just call Linda. You know, if you please get a pen and paper. Who does this? <laughs> just call Linda on zero two four four nine five eight eight two two zero two four four nine five eight eight two two and just tell the person. If I came and spoke plenty on, on City, I want my I, I want that package. <laughs> you know, her name is Linda and she'll sort you out. Mm, yes, wonderful, yes. wonderful. <laughs> so you heard March five, they have something great for you. For two and a half thousand CDs, you get to enjoy breakfast and dinner in a bed. You know, for a couple. For a couple, for two people. Just that March five. Because Charlie sick March Monday is a holiday. So you can drive back to town Easily. on the sixth of March, just come and relax ahead of Tuesday. Wonderful. Coco, it should be fun. It should be fun, Charlie. Imagine, what else are you saying, popping up in the first part of the head? It's called Charlie, 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 Charlie. You will enjoy, Papa. Don't worry. We'll hear about it later. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fight for Coco. I'll, I'll have to take a separate century trip. No problem. Ah, Just okay. call me. I'll yeah, make it happen. I also <laughs> note it down in case I can. I note it. I'll call him one. Or, okay. And then later on, you know, get trunk card, right? Yeah, <laughs> take sort out one or two things. Yeah. What a wonderful! Just, just final words for 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 your customers, those who regularly come there, or for somebody who has never been there but has heard a lot about Royal Sinchi. Just final words to them. Why should they check you out? Why should they keep coming back? Um, I know, I know you have quite a listenership out of Ghana as well, and I, I want to target that that crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, Sinchi is not glass and concrete. Let me just put it simply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get a lot of glass and concrete in Accra, and for me, it's not very exciting. This is authentic Ghanaian style, you know, and. It's not just that. Some people give you authentic Ghanaian stuff, but it doesn't come with international standard, you know, hotels, modernity, that is to say. This is a very beautiful blend. When you come there, you would love it. It's, it's that simple. And please come. We love you. We love you. And don't be afraid of the Sika. Feel free. <laughs> Call us. We are quite flexible, you know, and so a lot of things can happen for you. Come and relax. I mean, nowadays there's so much happening. The system, the pressure is on. People's BPs are over the roof. Mm-hmm. You know, just drive out of a crowd. Come to Sinche. Relax. Be in front of the, of the water. Hear the chirpings of the bed in the morning. Beds in the morning. Mm. And, and you'll come back, you know, feeling rejuvenated and refreshed. Mm. Nice. Wonderful, so, wonderful. So that was Emmanuel Kujumensa. He's with sales and marketing at the Royal Sinche Hotel. And they'll be hosting the people on the caravan on March 4 when they complete the Volta leg. Emmanuel, thank you so, so much for joining us. And, uh, yeah, it's wonderful <laughs> having you. And, and I'm sure we'll keep in touch. Peace. All right. Anytime. All right. Thank Have you. a great day. Have a great day. <laughs>
still listening to the City Breakfast Show. The Heritage Caravan is happening between March 4 and March 11, 2023, and is powered by City TV in partnership with the Ghana Tourism Authority with support from City FM and proudly sponsored by Holad Ghana, the European Union, Malta Guinness, Ebony Condoms, Girl Company Limited, the National Lottery Authority, Voltec Mineral Water, and Colgate Natural Extracts. Find me a better drum solo. I'll wait. That is probably the greatest drum solo ever played anywhere in the history of music. It's wonderful. A.B. Krenzel's Yawazoe. Highlighting the lovely things about this country. So, so this is a tourism campaign in song, really. So yeah, the Heritage Caravan Coco, it will be boy. Boyiga, boyiga, boyiga. I'm, I'm, I'm making a special application and I would, I'm, I'm taking that application to the appropriate quarters on, on the matter. <laughs> that they should put you on. <laughs> oh no, I've, I've, I've been, I've been told I'll be on. Nah. Uh, but it's just like you have political promises and all of that. <laughs> if I find myself on the bus, uh-huh, then you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anything in the pipeline business. But Charlie, uh, before you go, let me say uh, again, uh, happy birthday to Fred Amagashi of uh, the Laboni branch of Chale, he's a fantastic human being, human relations, customer relations, top, 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 top up there, Chale. In fact, Echo Bank, you have to increase this puzzle. The guy is solid, solid, solid guy. Today is his birthday, and I pray that the Lord God will take him places and mm. Echo Bank will increase the number yeah. of posts that That's our show for today. Many, many thanks for listening to the City Breakfast Show. I did this with Godfrey Akutubuafu. Samala Tamensa was here, Samens, Richard Alaska, and Kokwit Salome Hansen. My name is Nathan Kwa. I sat in for Bernard Avle. Caleb Kudan Fred Jabano produced the show, and Godfred Odum gave us help on technical.